I just forget how long that is and I just get lost in it every time. Yeah, you're the one that wanted to make it. I know seconds. it gets me in a mood. I don't know what to say. I'm just now I'm hyped. I was I was lulling, sleeping. Now I'm, I'm now you're ready. ready to go. You're ready, ready for war. Oh, hey, guys. Welcome to the Challenge <laughs> Fandom Podcast. <laughs> got myself, Ricky Hayes, my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes. And then we've got a very special guest. Uh, we've got Katie with us. Um, Katie is a huge challenge fan. She follows us on Instagram and has listened to the podcast a couple times and we begged her to come on and now she's here. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> Katie, thank you so much for joining us. We really do appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. I'm like so excited to be here. Like, I feel like I need to come up with a new word for excited, but that, that's all <laughs> I have right now. <laughs> I hate that. Like when none of the word, like I need a new yeah. word. I need new words. Yes. I, they, these do not work for me anymore. <laughs> I need a walking thesaurus yeah. at all times. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I guess I do have my cell phone at all times, but that would take too long to actually look at it, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, at that point, I might as well just be Elon Musk when he talks with like the 30 second pause between every word. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> just being honest like go listen to him talk it's I, true it's, it's it's horrendous it is so painful He's, to listen to anyways yeah that's not the point of this show the point of this show <laughs> is for us to talk the challenge and katie with you coming on we'd like to introduce our listeners to you and kind of let them know how you became a fan of the challenge um so i guess i'm very similar to karina i started watching it probably when i was like way too young to actually be watching it. I think, yep. do you, what was it, like 98? When it yes. Yeah, 98 was yeah, the so first year. I think I was eight years old. I most certainly should not have been watching it. But I did. <laughs> so I, I've i been here from the beginning. And I feel like, I, I mean, I don't feel like I've had a longer relationship with the challenge than I have my husband. So these people <laughs> have been my friends when I didn't have friends. So it yes. just has a very special place in my heart. That is so awesome. Honestly, I mean, that's such a great way to to like say mm -hmm. it. I hadn't even yeah. really thought about it that way. But like when I was growing up, like I didn't really have a lot of friends. You know, yeah. I was kind of like one of those loner kids. And it was mm -hmm. like one of those things like you go sit down, you watch a challenge. Like I felt like I knew yep. these people, you know, yeah, and obviously, yeah, in it, but it felt yep. that way, you know, so right. yeah, it it still feels that way today. And I'm like, especially now that we have social media and you can like you see them more than just on the show. You actually get to see like their snippets of their real life and stuff. So there's days where I'm like, I truly feel like I know these people. Yeah. Well, and now that like podcasts, you know, are so like oh, prevalent yeah. and like people doing interviews, stuff like, oh, yeah. yeah, you definitely mm -hmm. have like a, a better opportunity to get to know them on a more real basis these days. So no, that's mm -hmm. awesome. I love that. Well, real quick, while you're talking about that podcast, we actually just put out an interview with Desi Williams. Yep. So if you yeah, haven't. Go listen to it right Sorry. now. Yes. No, we are going to clip that and put that on the sound. Pad. Yeah, you're going on the board now. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. That's why I'm here today. That's why I'm yeah, here. I right? love it. I love it. So, Katie, uh, we always have to ask this no matter who we have on. Yeah. Who is your Mount Rushmore? Oh, God, there's so much pressure with this. I know. <laughs> Because we're going to analyze it and tell you why you're either wrong I'm or right. Getting, I'm getting hot. I'm getting hot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're not. I mean, That's it. I'm leaving. Look, right. I, I love Emmy to death, but she just named CT four times. I was like, I'm not going to argue it. Yeah. Uh, like, that's fine. I, I won't do that, but CT is definitely up there. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that we have mixed feelings about this, but I'm putting bananas up there. Nice. I like it. I love me some nanners. I'm not even going to lie. I know this is going to make me like super mushy, but I have to put DM up there. DM, she was like, she's my girl. She really, she's I love about she, Rushmore. Yeah. She, yeah. And then, I think she's worthy. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm putting Jordan up there. Okay. Oh, Jordan. Yeah, good I, one. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think you have to. You, yeah, you almost have to. Yeah. I think he ha- actually has the best wins to seasons ratio. I think mm-hmm. Jordan has the best one. So, like, you almost have to. Okay. I, yeah, I yeah. mean, I know there's math to it, but there's semantics to it as well. Oh, my God. That's a little foreshadowing <laughs> for later. Anyways, all right. So, we've got <laughs> CT Bananas Jordan, and then we have DM on the women's side. So, we need one yeah. more man and three more women. <laughs> The pressure. I'm so sorry. I feel like I'm taking so long. The last oh, guy good. is so difficult. It, it is. It's, yeah. it's a flip of a like five sided coin. I was going to say that because there's like five different like people that I shuffle through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Depends on the day, honestly. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I want to do like old school or if I want to do like more recent seasons. Mm. Pressure. <laughs> Under pressure. Under pressure. <laughs> i i know i don't think i don't know if anybody said him i'm putting abe up there oh that's interesting mm-hmm. i like that okay. actually yeah right. that's fair and then i have three more girls three mm-hmm. more girls okay this is the tough one for me i think Kara has to go up there i will not lie she may not be my favorite but she has <laughs> to go up there and uh, rachel Ooh, yes and Tori, duh, I don't know why I'm blanking on that. Tori goes up there. I like I love that. It. I, I love, love it. that. Yeah. I, honestly, I've been waiting for her to win so I could like logically put her up there instead of just being mm-hmm. like, well, screw you. It's my list and I want to. But now I can actually be like, look at the stats. I have her shirt on today. So. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. Rip for my girl. Got I to. love it. Yeah. I <laughs> see. I have two different Mount Rushmore's. I have. My Mount Rushmore's who I think the greatest are. Yeah. And then I have my Mount Rushmore's who are my favorite that I love to watch. And like Tori's not quite on my greatest, but she's on my favorite to watch because she's entertaining. Just like Kyle's on my favorite to watch. Yes. Yes. Dial. Yeah. Dial. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then there's like the ones you have on both. Like because Jordan has Mm -hmm. gotten to that point for me where he's one of my favorite to watch and he's one of the greatest. Yeah. And it's because his ad lib stuff when they're doing dailies, like I always reference back yeah. to Ryder Dies, whereas he's yelling at uh, the rest of the group that ran on. He's like, you guys better fucking run. We're oh, going to catch you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just fucking I love it so much. <laughs> oh, wait, that wasn't the final, huh? No, that was a daily. It, yeah, it was yeah. that like that like uh, what's it called? Um, I don't know what it's called, but Karina will find the clip and put it up right here. Good. Yep. We're coming! You guys better not f*** up. We're going to catch you. No, I mean, what's it called when they do, like, almost like a final, but during the... Mini final? Thank you. Thank you. I don't know. (laughs) Words are hard. Words are hard. (laughs) Words are hard. You know that one thing? It's called that thing, and they got those things in them. Like that one movie? Yeah. And they did that thing, you know? Yeah, Yeah. and those people are in it that you like? You know, yeah. You know. (laughs) So, yeah, no, and that's the thing is like Mount Rushmore is so uh, subjective mm-hmm. and that's yeah. what makes it so interesting because I think you get a good yeah. gauge of people's fandom in that question. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and that's the thing is like it is it is so it, it's 
it, it, it could, you could go a hundred different ways with it. Like we've literally had people come on here and say like the most random names that like majority, like 99% of challenge fans would never put them on a Mount Rushmore, but that's their Mount Rushmore. So yeah. you can't really yeah. tell them they're wrong, you know? So exactly. I mean, like I've heard someone say Preston, I'm like, interesting <laughs> well okay. and the, the thing that i try to remember now and i'm sorry i'll let i know you're trying to get into the recap no, I, just, I just want to point this it's, out really quick it, it's your podcast just because like i always look for a, like every time this subject comes up i always try to point this out because it was like one of those like epiphany moments for me but we had we had the challenge historian on to talk about um you know like goats and mount rushmore and stuff like that and i believe it was Jacob. Yes, yeah, it was. And he had pointed out, he was like, you know, what's funny is that fans are always like, you know, oh, Mount Rushmore is like the best, right? Like that's, mm-hmm. but if you think about it, the actual Mount Rushmore has nothing to do with the best presidents. It's just, that's true. You know what I mean? So it's like, so I try yeah. to remember that too, where I'm like, okay, if somebody puts somebody on their Mount Rushmore that I don't think is like the greatest, that's so true. And for me, like, if I'm going by like what brought me in, like Alton's on that. Because without yeah. Alton, I wasn't a fan. Oh, yes. Because, you know, the same time that uh, Real World uh, Campus Crawl was on was the same time that La- the first Las Vegas was on. Right. And I was right. living in Las Vegas at the time. So I was oh, watching cool. it all the time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Why you almost have to have like a like an OG Mount Rushmore and then like a modern day. Like you have to like separate them because there's yeah. just too many ways you could there's, go with it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, if you want to really listen to all the different ways you can break this down, we did a whole series on it. (laughs) I'll link them all down below. (laughs) Yeah, so there we go. With that being said, we really showed up here tonight to break down this monstrosity of a double episode. And I'm not saying monstrosity in a bad way. It was just a lot that happened condensed down into one evening of watching. It was a marathon. I was honestly, I was really shocked that they picked this like I, I and I I think I know why they decided to do this as a double episode. I think they're kind of trying to push into the chaos mm-hmm. section a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. However, it was just odd that like this was such a big like these two episodes were such big moments for the alliances and the gameplay yes. and everything that it was like why these two episodes as a double though? Like we couldn't have done that. The very first, last week, like, yeah, the episode first two one weeks. and two, like yeah, it would have, yeah. you know, yeah. didn't they just do that first season recently? Yeah, too? they do it all the time. It, it would just make more sense. They used to do it all the time back in the day. They would premiere episode mm-hmm. one and two at the same time. But yeah, I think like USA One was like that, wasn't yeah. it? Or one of them was. I, or, uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not maybe worlds. the Rain Man. I can't just recall <laughs> stuff, you know. But yes, Why? one of the seasons. Yeah. Come on, I know <laughs> September second, two thousand eighteen. Anyways, it's it's all a matter of semantics. Just like this episode oh is titled, which is episode three of the first one. Um, just going off this first episode, what would you guys grade it? Would you give it an A, a B, C, F? The episode itself. Yeah, just the episode itself, not the whole thing, because I think that's an unfair way yeah. of doing it because right. we're going to break it down episode by episode. No, I agree. I agree. I'm going to give it a B minus, I feel. I was, I, maybe that, that might be too high. I don't know. It wasn't my favorite episode of all time, but I've watched it a couple times now. I'm like, well, it wasn't bad. I would <laughs> not watch it again. <laughs> just, right. I, yeah. Like you said, I feel like there was just so much information crammed into it that it would have been nice to have it a little more stretched out. 
Yeah, I I agree. I actually I enjoyed this episode more than I enjoyed episode two. However, I still like I still enjoyed episode one more than I enjoyed this one. It's just like, you know, so this one, I'd probably I'd probably agree with you. I'd probably give it like a C or like a B minus, Mm -hmm. like a low B minus Mm -hmm. or like a, you know, C. Mm -hmm. Like I don't think it was like the like they've had worse episodes. They've had worse titles, (laughs) but it was still like you said, it was just like it was it, the episode felt very heavy to me. Like it was mm-hmm. just so much all at once, just like yeah. constantly. Like I just mm-hmm. I I've, it was a it, to me, it was a bad episode to stack another episode right on top of. Yes, I, I've got to pick someone to argue with. And I don't feel fair to argue with Katie at this <laughs> point. So I'm going to argue with you. Yeah. Last week, you were talking about how 90 minute episodes were too much and there wasn't enough in there to keep it going. Yes. Where oh. they give us a 90 minute episode this ep- this week that has so much in it. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa this is too, too much. much. It's too much. You're giving me too much now. But, like, I, it's what I wanted, but not that much. <laughs> no, because look, here's the thing, though. Like, if you think about it, like, yes, they used up the full the full 90 minutes on this mm-hmm. episode. And I yeah. do feel that they utilized that 90 minutes mm-hmm. a lot more. And I also want to point out that this time I was able to watch the episode commercial free. So I didn't hate oh. my fucking life. As I'm much as I did last I week, did <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, there was still dumb stuff in this episode that didn't need to be in the episode. And it still, in my opinion, could have been an hour episode. OK, so now I'm really going to play the counter argument, which is I'm going to rate this one a B plus. And the reason I'm giving it a B plus oh. is because if you look at a lot of what people say that they are most upset about with the challenges, there's no drama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's no conflict in the house. Everybody's always working together. And then it's not entertaining. This episode had everything. It reminded me the closest we've had to vendettas and final reckoning where oh, there was constant yeah. arguing and there was actual tension in the home. Oh, yeah, I agree with that 100 percent. My again, my biggest complaints about this episode are on the production end and not necessarily on the cast and what happened in the house and stuff like that, like that. That stuff, I will. We'll we'll get into it. Well, Well, here we'll get into it. I'm going to just say this. (laughs) And the reason I'm giving it a B plus and not a higher grade is because I'm not the biggest fan of this day of the daily. Yeah. Outside of yeah. the daily, there's nothing in this episode where I'm like, this was boring. It didn't hold my attention. Yeah. The daily was the only thing I picked up my phone, started looking at stuff for a minute. Yeah. So that's where I get that's where I'm putting it. So anyways, let's dive in. So uh, we get back into the house where the episode starts and James, th- James thinks people are scared to go against him because he put on such a phenomenal performance in the arena against Chauncey where he almost died. I was like, bro, literally, no, nobody here is afraid of you after that elimination. People are hoping to take you to the final now. I think the only person who might be afraid of him was Olivia because in the last challenge, I was afraid that she was going to get her nose broken again. I know. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Good. She made the best out of it, though. She, she did. did. She did. Yeah. She's a, she is a champ. Yes. She's one. I'm one of them that I'm really rooting for. In uh-huh. this. Um, How are you liking James? I'm curious. Uh, one to ten scale as a total cast member. I'm giving him like a five or a six right now. There's just not enough tape on him. Yeah, I I agree with that. I'm not sure how I feel about him. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's where I am. And I didn't know if it was just me, if it was just me, because like I saw him, you know, on, um, uh, UK, UK. Yeah. Thank you. On challenge UK. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so I didn't know if it, and it was a terrible showing for him. Uh, so I didn't know if it was just me. Cause I just feel like, like, bleh, like, I don't, I don't feel one yeah. way or the other about him right now. So I'm glad, I'm glad to know I'm not the only one. No, you're not alone. I feel like he gives, he gives entertaining commentary. His, his, confessionals aren't half bad they're Mm -hmm. not oh my god he's hilarious yeah they're not the worst they're not the best and he seems somewhat competitive in certain Mm -hmm. things i mean as soon as they have to run two miles he's done yeah but that's that's about all i have on him thus far yeah yeah Eh, that's fair once again we go back and it's not a boy or girl thing anymore it's Mm -hmm. a strictly u.s alliance versus uk alliance which Mm -hmm. The U.S. alliance makes no sense because, like, Colleen, a man Wells in there on the team meetings. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this isn't a U.S. alliance. And even if we're calling it that, props to a man well for getting into that. <laughs> like, he's like, look, I'm from Romania and this is my second language, well, but I'm riding with y'all. Let's it, go. It was like, um, uh, gosh, what season was that? Was that? I think it was war of the worlds or something and kyle was on the american team and they were like in that meeting oh and yeah he, and he was like and like they were talking and they're like you know said something like oh you know for the american team and then like looked at kyle and he was like well most of us and kyle was like yeah i'm an american <laughs> yeah. fuck those guys i don't <laughs> <laughs> you know like <laughs> look in that season i would have been on so the good. americans too like <laughs> yeah. that team was stacked so stacked going back to your point though it, it it's true and like i said like i called this before the season even started it's not even like u.s versus uk or u.s versus internet it's literally the like ride or dies sla like those Mm -hmm. american players and whoever they like against all the new international players so like you know emmanuel is not a new international player he played on the flagship but you know like kieran callum james like those people they're all technically like rookies to the flagship. And for anyone listening on audio, I did put rookies in quotations. Please don't message me. I know they're not actually rookies, but my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, and that's really what it is, is like those players who only played on like Challenge UK, Challenge Australia or Challenge Argentina, they're going to be the targets Mm -hmm. as if they were rookies of the season. I am going to say this because in the next, if I remember correctly, in the next scene, don't we get big tea cooking? I think we do. I just wanted to say those steaks were one of the hottest scenes I've seen all season. That's all I wanted to say about that. (laughs) But the important part about this scene is Raven starts to realize that what she did last week Mm -hmm. is fucking her over because none of the girls are talking to her. And she like, I think she verbatim says that, I didn't realize how going against the house was really going to affect me. I don't understand how she doesn't know that when you did. You were on the last season that I, I was so confused. I have questions for her. <laughs> Same. I'm like, how did you how did you think that going and telling some the person who is potentially being targeted exactly what your alliance is doing, not to mention the fact that you're already going against your alliance yeah. because they all run a vote for yeah. Chauncey and you're not. But here's the kicker that really threw me for a loop. You're out here battling and fighting to try to save Chauncey, but then the person that he wants to try to surprise an elimination <laughs> so he has the upper <laughs> hand, you're going to go tell him? 
like and make out with him what yeah. what what you literally just took the upper hand away from chauncey like what are so i i can't i literally like she's a, i'm sure she's a very sweet girl she she's is. absolutely fucking gorgeous and i'm really excited to see her compete yeah but this like what the very confused very confused yeah those people that are going to message you about the rookies you're going to tell me she's a vet yeah like that's what i'm saying is like i think this goes to a larger point that it shows there's a drastic difference in certain players and how they approach the game mm. because oh, yeah. you couldn't watch this season and tell me narice is a rookie even though no. she's only got a yeah. half season behind her yeah like because she's playing this game like a vet mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah if there was like an America's favorite player, I think she would be leading the votes right now. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? As far as like, just like they her do overall, in Big Brother. Yeah. yeah their yeah. overall gameplay. I know I'm going to get shit for that. But <laughs> the next major theme we see is after the like dinner that Big T does, they have like some jacuzzi party time, which is cool to see. Yeah. Um, we haven't seen like a house yeah. party like that in a that while, so honestly. Long. It's like they don't do them anymore. No. Uh, I don't even want to say that because I'm pretty sure that they do. We just I don't, just don't see, see them. them. Yeah. This is, I miss, I know this might be a side tangent for another day. Another no, time. no, no. You're this good. is what we do. Yeah. I miss the shit they should have shown so much. Like those, I used to look forward to those episodes. And I don't remember the last time we got one. Like I, I, uh, years yeah, I want to say the last time we got a real shit they should have shown was X's two, like X's two rivals three, maybe. Yeah, like right around there somewhere. Yeah, it was um, before invasions, but it was before invasions, before Dirty Thirty. So before this whole like little era, uh, you know, like thirty through forty of the of the challenge, we haven't gotten them in so long, and it's like it's so weird because. Like you said, like that was something a lot of fans looked forward mm-hmm. to every season. Oh, yeah. OK, so I remember talking to you about this yesterday and I want to bring this up before we get too deep into the episode. Yeah. Is we were talking about the fact that they are forcing these two episodes out real quick and it seemed rushed because it was like nobody knew anything. And then all of a sudden it was like, hey, next week, two episodes. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Wh- I didn't why- even pay attention wh- until I think you guys said something. I was like, what? Oh, Yeah. And we start talking about it and it was like, obviously, the first explanation behind it is they're trying to rush to get the mercenaries in because they think it's going to improve the overall viewership, which is true. Down. Probably. Yeah. And look, even as a most intense challenge fan, I don't have time for two and a half hours to dedicate to one episode or one city. It was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. It was like watching War and Peace. Yeah, like, look, <laughs> you know what I mean? If I was still like 17 years old, kicking it at home, watch it. No problem. No problem. Uh-huh. Yeah. But like, I got three kids. We got work, house, bills, cleaning, like yep. dinner, all the stuff. Mm-mm. I got to sleep. I'm old. Uh-huh. Like, I can't just sit on the couch. Ca- like, literally, by the time we were getting towards the end of the episode of episode four of taking notes last night, like. I literally was like, I can't sit on this couch anymore. Like, I'm too old to just uh-huh. be sitting here like this. Like, <laughs> I was rolling around like a beach seal, yeah. trying to be comfortable. It was, it was rough. Too much MTV, too yeah. much. But with that being said, one of the reasons I thought they might be doing this is, and, and this is total conspiracy theory. I have no proof behind <laughs> this or any reason to think <laughs> this, other than the fact that I just think this shit is, why well, if they're rushing because 
they only have till the end of 2023 to be on MTV. Oh. And then they're doing All Stars 4. It's going to go Paramount. It's going to go on Paramount. And maybe if we're lucky, it could go CBS and that'll help ratings a lot because people will flock to watch Mm -hmm. it there. Oh, yeah. And then we get 40. On CBS. On CBS and Paramount. Mm. It would be lovely, Mm. but yeah, very much, very much Mm -hmm. this. Right. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah, much that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, okay. Anyway. <laughs> record skips back to it. And speaking about record skipping, uh, oh my Berna is dancing by the hot tub and she's doing this weird like dance. And I'm digging it. Uh-huh. Like it's, it's she's like she's, it, she's feeling herself yeah. literally and figuratively. You do you, boo boo. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Get it. Get and, it. And, and they edit it, and this scene is so heavily edited to yes. tell a storyline that didn't make sense because they didn't show the whole thing. No, they did not. And this is part of my issue with this episode is the parts that actually like mattered, like and and made some sort of difference to the episode, like to the 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 game and everything. They were so heavily edited down for us to see every single second of that boring ass daily. Like why, mm-hmm. why, why, yeah. you know, so I, I agree. And, 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 you know, and we saw the, the Twitter beef. If you didn't see the Twitter beef, go check it out. Go look because oh, it's a lot and it's everywhere. Berna, Melissa, you know, everybody's fighting about this whole situation. The truth is coming out about what actually happened at the tub. So apparently Berna was dancing around the hot tub and she had like a wireless like speaker or something like in her hand. She's like dancing around doing her thing, just getting her groove on, whatever she's doing. And apparently Norris was worried, I guess, that she was going to like fall into the jacuzzi no, she, with, the, w- with the speaker yeah, and, electric- and, her- and electrocute all of her friends. Uh. And so she asked Berna to please stop doing that near the hot tub. That caused some issues. And then the moment that we actually did see on the screen where Big T and Melissa are in the hot tub and they were like watching Berna and then they start like giggling and talking to each other, you know, and then there was just like a sequence of, I, I guess, apparently at some point, Norris was also like giggling and rolling eyes. And I, I don't I don't know. I, it was so heavily edited that it's like you almost can't even like piece together exactly what happened. Yeah. Dropping a wireless speaker, I don't think would electrocute people. I don't know if it was wireless. No, it, they've said it quite a bit that it was wireless. Did they? Well, I, I've I seen, don't. Know. I've seen multiple people, multiple castmates say that. I have a Bluetooth speaker and it's waterproof, so I'm. I know they're not all like that, but I don't know. It's like dropping your phone into water. Like if I drop my phone into a swimming pool, I'm not afraid of getting electrocuted. I just I'm afraid of my phone never working. It's not like you're dropping a blow dryer in there. You or drop a, a toaster. Blow dryer in there, yeah. Then, yes. Yes. Then OK. But you're taking a long nap. So yeah. what ends up? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> anyways, I'm, I'm, that's going down a dark path. All yeah. Of a let's just not do that. But anyways, like you were saying, <laughs> Berna is feeling bullied as she puts it yeah she says that she feels bullied and she ends up going and confronting melissa and the one thing that i do want to point out about this is that she uh, from what from the edit again just so everybody knows we are speaking strictly from the edit on this because that's what we were shown we have no inside information on this unfortunately yeah um so she the way that she approached melissa in my opinion was 
was was very confrontational. No, I feel like it was very neutral. She wasn't like screaming at her. She went and she talked to her with a calm voice and said, look, this is what you did. And this is how it's making me feel. And I feel like you're bullying me. And Melissa flipped that switch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, I I'm not going to lie. I also feel like I've been back and forth with it. And I I'm torn because when I watch it, I don't feel like Berna was being confrontational. I feel like what we've seen from her before, I feel like this was tame for her. And it seemed like she cooled herself down before she brought it up. And I don't like when I listen to what she said, I don't or not like what she said to them about like you're a bully, but it sounded like she was saying like, I, I'm just feeling bullied by what you were doing. She wasn't saying it like directly to Melissa, like you're a bully. But, but then learning Melissa's backstory soon, I understand her reaction to it and why she like popped off the way she did. But I don't know. It is a lot. It is. And and I'm sorry, I, I was wrong. It wasn't confrontational, mm-hmm. but I'm very much of cut from the cloth is if you're making me feel a certain type of way or I'm making you feel a certain type of way where it's making you uncomfortable. Don't tell me in front of everybody. Tell uh, me I off to the that. side. Yeah, I get that. I think that's also the corporate world in me where you don't put somebody on blast in front of everybody else. That's fair. Yeah, and also maybe not when you're drunk. Yeah, yes. and that's a, a really big factor. Mm-hmm. They've been drinking and they're having a good time, and I get it. And this is inevitable, right? Um, but with that being said, I think that you know if Berna goes off to Melissa and Big T by themselves in the room and said, "Hey guys, I'm just letting you know, like, I don't know if you guys were meaning it or what, but the way you uh-huh. guys were acting when I was over there made me feel a certain type of way." Yeah, right. But how was she to know that? That was such a trigger word for Melissa. For Melissa. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And also the language barrier. Like I know she speaks, like I feel like her English is, it's not the best, but she can speak good English, speak English well. What what word? (laughs) I I can't speak English. (laughs) She can get through America a lot better than I can get through Germany. Big facts, big facts. But I also I also just want to add on to that because um, I actually had a conversation with Huey uh, earlier online about this um, because the language barrier thing was pointed out. And I was like, that's a great point. I hadn't considered that before. Huey ended up replying to me and pointed out that, you know, a lot of the time it goes even beyond language into, you know, culture differences. Oh, yeah. So Mm -hmm. what a word means and the impact that it has in America might not be the same in other countries, Yeah, you know, and we've, we've had this discussion before many times, um, you know, especially like when, you know, we've talked to people about like, you know, the whole situation with Emmy and, you know, other misconceptions that have happened with like other international players, like um, the one uh, who was the girl who got super, super mad at Tori. Esther. No, that that was, um, that was Tatcha, Tatcha, Tatcha. Tatcha. You know know what I mean? So like even just Mm -hmm. like even if they know the English words, it might not have the same impact, might not have the same meaning, might not have the same, you know, tone. Just all of that stuff changes with region even like certain words that we use here on like the West Coast don't mean the same on the East Coast. You know what I mean? You come Mm -hmm. to Nevada and you ask for a pie. 
you're going to get a sweet, delicious treat. But you ask for a pie on the East Coast, you're going to get some pizza. You know, so it, 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 perfect example. I want pie from both. (laughs) I would like a a pizza, a sweet pizza pie. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Give me a pizza and then a piece of apple pie. Thank you. Vinagansi. I'm going to get my apple pie and vinagansi on you. Um, I do think it is a cultural thing. I also think alcohol played a big role. Here's my thing is, is like, like we said earlier, there was a, or I said earlier, there's a lot of complaints that there's not drama in the show anymore. Mm-hmm. There's not like any fights or controversy. Mm-hmm. And then we get this in like the first five minutes, she breaks a lamp. I don't remember the last time someone broke furniture in no. the house. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yes, probably. Yeah. Um, and so uh-huh. it's like, You're okay. Die. <laughs> Even oh my God, the- crazy lady. Oh my God. Yeah. That's nuts. That is the one time I was really a fan of Amanda. I was like, you get her, Amanda. You <laughs> fucking get her. That's right. Um, oh anyways, this is what people have been asking for. And it's all in the first like five to 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Like, this is a really good episode. This mm-hmm. is kind of a fallback to previous seasons. Yeah. And then, you know, we jump into this daily and I'm like, you know i i i figured out why they couldn't get enough jet skis last season and it's because they've gotten so many atvs (laughs) that's why it's facts facts. they spent too much money on the atvs (laughs) those things aren't cheap either no they're not i've looked into them because i'm like all right, I'm an American male. I own a home. I need a side by side now. Oh my God. <laughs> and no, no, not doing that. Mm-mm. No, my brother has one. It cost almost as much as my car. So I'm good. Yeah. So we could have, we could have had a couple more jet skis. I'm just saying. Yeah, we probably could have. <laughs> agree. Yeah, that's a good that's point. Um, <laughs> so. Once again, the challenge shows that their originality is not there because the name of this daily is called Control Tower. Oh, I know you were really shocked by that, weren't you? It it was. (laughs) It was was like, wow. Like the first two were kind of clever, you know, Mm -hmm. but then this one, it was just like, I don't have that sound. I should have that. Yeah, oh, yeah, I don't know why we don't. I don't know why I don't, but wah, wah, wah. Like yeah. maybe, next week. Yeah, <laughs> next week Stay on the tuned. Challenge Fandom Project. <laughs> New sound buttons. <laughs> I really think I miss my calling as like an announcer for really stupid movies. Like, <laughs> stupid shit, yeah. yeah. Oh. This week on Challenge Fandom Podcast, Karina plays sound buttons for 10 minutes. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Anyway, so the basic premise of this is you got some people on a tower, you've got some people in some ATVs, and then you got two guys trying to figure out a math problem, write down the math problem once they figure Mm -hmm. it out, and then they have to assemble the ATVs in the order of the math problem and show it's solved. Right. Um, They have to do four of them, and they'll get $25,000, and if they solve all four... They'll get. Does he say he'll double it, or is he no, just? No, you're no. You're oh, wrong. I'm confusing. So, oh, yeah. because there was two and a half hours of the fucking challenge. Yeah, it's four four equations. Four equations. Each of them are worth ten thousand dollars a That's piece. Right. But if you get it done in in thirty minutes, then TJ will give them an extra ten thousand, making it fifty. So they're going to give them thirty minutes to drive ATVs in a circle and solve four math problems, but you get 23 minutes to mm-hmm. get 23 people up a rope out of the ocean. And shoot 23 balls 
with, but you have to shoot it with your name. What? Make it make sense for us. Please, MTV. Make it make sense. Ridiculous. Um, you know what I did really like, though? That the math problems were hard? Oh, yeah. I loved that they were hard. I couldn't do them. So that was great. Um, <laughs> I can't do them either. You are not alone. I would, I I would need math. to sit there for a while. <laughs> did you notice, though? And maybe I'm wrong. I don't remember other seasons where they were actually able to write down and, like, work on the math problems. They normally like yeah. a dirt or like <laughs> figuring it out on like count and take your shoes off. You can count on your toes too. No, there was the one. Um, uh, what was it? Um, double agents where uh, Bamber was using her nail oh. to scratch the things into the box because she was trying to do the math to yep. get. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's yeah. not normal for them to give them like an actual pen to write down. But I appreciate that they did because. Of the situation, and I feel like, but I do feel like if they took the pen away, would that have made the challenge? How do you translate that to the other team? No, I just mean like you would have your whiteboard and stuff for translating it, but actually doing the math, you're not allowed to use the whiteboard on. Like that, (laughs) I think that would have made it a little more difficult. I don't don't know, but I just feel like an asshole because I'm going to contradict everything I've said, which is like, no, that would be too hard. But then, because we've been complaining about how easy it is or how hard it's been, and now it's like the easiest fucking one, and we're like, boom. It's okay, because I already super contradicted myself with the whole 90-minute episode thing, and you know, so it's fine. This is the contradiction episode. This is is what we do for the fandom, all right? We, We complain for you. (laughs) <laughs> but um i actually really like the episode though I, so. yeah, I did too. the yeah. daily just wasn't fun um look I, there's not much to really oh. say i mean unless you really want to go in depth on this no i just wanted to finish my sentence oh, that i started a, a little bit ago <laughs> my bad <laughs> <laughs> no i i honestly i just wanted to give major props to asaf because i i really liked his strategy where he was like look like if you're gonna be a driver and your first oh, language yeah, is not yeah. english yeah you should be with somebody whose first language is English Um, or at least maybe not like, but that they're very good, very fluent in English, you know? And I thought that was very smart. I just wanted to give him major props because I thought that that was a really smart thing that literally nobody else in the cast even considered. Yeah. So major props to him for that. Yeah. It was like the most sound piece of advice they've had for any daily so far. Yeah. And side note, interesting that he, Huey, I probably said that wrong. Hoo-hoo-y. It's not Hoo-hoo-y. Well, it's because we're talking about he, they should have never been casted on the same season together. I think that's they like, were friends too, like that, while they were on the season. That's like casting Yes and Wes. It's not right. I know. That was so messed up. It, it's inconsequential, really, except for a few parts in this episode, but that uh, Hoo-hoo-y and Horacio seemed to have a little some some kind of brew and little chemistry they happening. They did. They did. And I just want to say, like, because somebody um, there was like, I guess Raven. So, OK, so Raven posted a tweet where she was like, I would just like to say that had I not called Huhui down to elimination, Narice might not ha- be with the love of her life right now. Mm-hmm. And I like, sh- you know, I shared oh. that. Um Right. Because of who he and Horacio were connecting. Anyway, Nari shared that too. And Nari shared it. And anyway, so somebody replied to us on our story and was like, yeah, except who, who he said at the end of the, like was saying at some point through the episode that she had a boyfriend at home. And I just want to remind everybody 
There's a long history of this show ruining relationships. So that literally doesn't mean anything. There's a little foreshadowing <laughs> like, for later in the this double episode we're doing for you guys about where we're going to talk about because it plays mm -hmm. a role. Yeah. So like and I'm not just like I don't want to just assume that like who, who we would like cheat on her boyfriend, but also like it's a Rossio and you could see the connection like you could uh -huh. see that you know, like they yes. were very comfortable with each other. So I thought that was kind of interesting too. I was like, yeah. Ooh, and she's really pretty too. Like she's got a really pretty face. She's so. so pretty. And she's so nice. I want to be she friends is. with her. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I was going to save this to the end, but I'm just going to say it now. Otherwise I'm going to forget because half the time I say, I'm going to save this for when we get to it. I forget. You forget yeah. Um, <laughs> She is a sweetheart. She seems like a great person to know as a friend or to go have a drink with or just talk with. Yeah. Because she's just mm -hmm. so positive and good vibes and life's great. And you need those people in your life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She is not made for the challenge. No. She should not be on the show. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just too much. It's too much for yeah. her sweet little heart. It, uh -huh. This is not the show for her. She's not built for it. But uh, with that being said, she's a sweetheart, and she is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, getting um, to the oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just going to wrap up the daily because there's not much to talk about it. Like other than Kylan, Ed, and Jay for a minute. Dude, major do props to major props to Jay though yeah, because for coming uh -huh. down in the pinch hit. Yeah, mm -hmm. because Kylan was trying to solve that math problem for like ever and ever and ever, and they wasted like ten minutes trying to solve that, and yeah. they couldn't get it. Jay goes down there and they figured it out in like literally less than a minute. So major props yeah. to Jay. I also, because I do like bag on her and her like ability to like control herself and solve situations because I bag on that so much. I want to give a major props to Michelle because she fucking rocked that. She did so good. Strategy for how to organize the cars yeah. um, and how to get them their spots quickly mm -hmm. she she, like, she was just very confident in that moment and it was awesome to see that side of michelle so major props to her and i mean yeah that was like that was really the only other thing that really stuck out to me and just made me kind of like <laughs> i think it's what i'm thinking too Go the ahead. raven thing yeah where she's like trying to stand out she's like i'm just gonna make myself seem heard and she's do trying to yell over michelle who has a literal fucking mic like you're not being heard over Michelle. I honestly where she was placed in the daily, it was like just stand over there and don't get in the fucking way. <laughs> yes. And she's like, hey, hey, turn, turn. Nobody's listening. <laughs> that that's what they're doing, guys. That's yeah. they're doing that anyways. It's just a fucking circle. Yeah. Not a big deal. <laughs> um, anyways, they get to actually for the first time this season win all fifty thousand dollars offered because they yeah. solve all mm -hmm. four problems. And, you know, TJ even like really congratulates them. Like, he's like, I've been waiting to tell you guys this. Yeah. And then goes through and says, unfortunately, you're still going to have to vote somebody in. But in the mm -hmm. meantime, go out and enjoy yourself. You guys deserve it. Yeah. And that leads into like the house scene. And we get into like some more of the Berna Michelle oh my, um, uh, or Melissa. Melissa. And it, look, it, it was one of those situations where like. This was I'm going to talk hella shit and be like, I'm going to go in and just call you down so I can to we get done with the daily. And now it's getting to the point where you can go down and get call whoever you want. She's like, let's talk and make up. Mm -hmm. Well, she had had that confessional like right after the daily was over where she was like, you know, Berna like put a big target on her back and 
she may potentially calm me down because of the issues. So like, I got to try to fix this. And then the next thing we see is Melissa going to go like try to apologize to Berna. And I'm like, you just don't want to get called down there. Like you don't actually, I I just, I didn't feel like that moment was um, genuine. And I'm getting to the point where I think the women don't really like Berna, but they realize she's competitive and a threat Uh and they don't want to be the one to try to go down there and take her out. Mm -hmm. That's fair. And and that's kind of the feeling I'm getting. Then we get my favorite part of every episode, which is the bar <laughs> scene. And this is actually, uh, I'm going to be honest, this is a good bar scene. Like it, we was. Get, it was. It's, yeah, it's it was much good. better than the previous one. We get some information. We get Emmanuel and Berna talking. We learn more about Emmanuel's plan in this game mm-hmm. um, and how he's like kind of like a crutch for a couple people to just sit there and talk to. And that's a good place to be in this game because well, you start was, making those alliances. Yeah. And he was coaching her. He was telling her, he's yeah. like, look, like this is what's going on. I'm hearing your name. It's not game based. It's based on your personality. Now is the yeah. time to get up yeah. and make friends. Be nice to people. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Go have some drinks. Go dance. Like he was like coaching her, like trying to help her, you know, and like that. I, I love I love to see that kind of stuff in the mm-hmm. show. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. The next part we get is uh, Huey and Olivia talking and they're talking about Raven. And the only reason this is noteworthy to me is because he's like looking off and she's like, are you even listening to me? He's like, yeah, no, I'm just looking for it because she just pops up like, focus, focus. I love him. He just makes me laugh so hard. And then just the part of him like, oh, I couldn't trust her as far as I can throw her in his accent and I can't do it. So I'm not even going to try I and I've got no bustles uh, and all yes. that. Yeah, <laughs> he's great. He makes great television. He's maybe not the greatest at, and it's not like he's com- he's not competitive because he oh, is yeah. competitive. Yes. He's yes. athletic. Uh-huh. He's just he's so passionate. He he sometimes foot and mouth, and it's mm-hmm. because he gets so passionate about mm-hmm. it. And I can't fault him for it because it makes great TV, and he's hilarious. Oh, he's so funny. He's so funny. So good for TV. I love him. I did find the part in the last part about the bar scene I'll talk about because I think this is a bigger sign of as much as I gave Tony some shit about it, how important and pivotal in this early portion of the game that Jay and Michelle are. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because they're at the bar. They're all having a good time. We see the scene of Michelle and Callum doing their thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, God, girl, I can't wait to hear how bad you're going to treat this dude when he when you find out Mm because you're going to find out. Oh, yeah. I want to see her rip him up. I can't wait. The Michelle down is coming. Coming. Yes. (laughs) I hope it happens on the show. My like biggest fear is she's going to get eliminated before she actually finds out. And then we're going to find out or he'll get eliminated. You know what I mean? Like yeah. some, that's my biggest fear is that we're, she's not going to find out on the show. And that's what I want to see. If okay. she does, how long do you think it takes for him to go in? Oh, that elimination. If it's a guy's elimination. I think even if it's not a guy's elimination, <laughs> they switch it. Oh. But then again, TJ I don't know, made sure to tell them, hey, we're looking lean on the girl's side. It's going to be a guy's elimination. It's like, oh, so you guys are making sure we stay to it. Because the marks are coming. Yeah, and I called it. It was going to be four episodes, and we're getting Mark's next episode. I'm Maybe, well, I think we are, or we're going through one more elimination, and then the clock hits zero, and then we get Mark's. Yeah, I think maybe, yeah. 
let's be honest, they're going to torture us and it's going to be at the very end of the episode. <laughs> it's going to be yeah. one of those where they give us a to be continued and uh -huh. the elimination starts off the next episode, yep, which exactly. is yep. whatever. Um, but yep. <laughs> um, if oh I called gosh. it, we're clipping this and putting it out. Okay. okay. All right. All, All right. right. Fair. It's like we figured it out weird right? it's like a puzzle and we're just wow. sitting here all night gluing it together <laughs> um from here we go into deliberation and look everybody's even saying this like i think narice says it and michelle says it and i think even olivia has mentioned it is that like this is the part where you can really sink your ship by just saying too much or mm -hmm. the wrong fucking thing like, yeah. being mm -hmm. with jessica We've seen uh, last Chauncey. week with Chauncey and we see it again with Raven where it's mm -hmm. just she talks too much too long. Well, if she would have stopped after that first little part of her speech, she would have been good. That's what I was going to yeah. say. So I was actually going to ask you guys this, like what you guys thought about Raven's speech, because I I feel like, first of all, like the fact that she was like, yeah, I I, I did that you know, and this is why I did that. And I didn't really think it through. And, you know, I definitely like deserve you guys to be upset at me, you know, but I would really like if you guys didn't vote for me, yeah. if she did just shut up right there, I honestly think it would have been a really good speech. Uh -huh. Well, and the fact is, is even Narice realizes she wants to keep Raven because it's a number. Mm -hmm. And she tries to like after Berna talks, she tries to say, yeah, like, I know you're working on yourself, but at a certain point, it's just it happens all the time with everybody. And so she was really trying to push that agenda of trying to get an international player voted in. Well, I mean, to be fair, she she called them both out because first she confronts oh, Raven uh, yeah. and she's like, you know, I understand it wasn't purposeful, but like you do stuff and don't think about the consequences. Mm -hmm. And this happens often. And then she turns to Berna and she's like, and as for you. You know, like yeah, you have this repeating right. pattern of being cool and then not being cool and then being yeah. cool and then not being cool, you know. So but I mean, it was. I don't know. It was a very tame deliberation. Yes. Yes, it was. Can can I ask you guys a question? I asked you this when we were watching the episode, just from the confessionals we're getting from her and the way she's they're showing her like almost mm -hmm. leading the house. Is it? Like Narice is like the central character of this from what we're seeing so far. Yeah, I, I could see that. I feel like they're probably trying for that. Or Yeah, it's, I think they like her like they want her to be the face. You yeah, know? yeah, I agree. And, it, and, and I'm not saying like this is foreshadowing for saying she's going to do really well or anything, but they're trying to paint her as like she's one of the main influential people like in this house, the, yeah, running this yeah. house. It's like her and Jay and Michelle are tied to me. That's fair. You know what? I'm, it, it, I'm just how I see it. Because I, I was going to say the only other person I could really think that's kind of getting like that, like face of the show edit would be Michelle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. As far and as Jay. the women, yeah, as I, it, just as far as the women. But yeah, yeah, Jay as well for the guys. And I would make an argument that you could say Corey Lay until we get this mm. next scene, because I feel like this was a point where you just let the women do what they want to do. And you say, we'll take this, but you let us pull the same thing when we want later. I, I want, I want to know your guys' opinions on what, on this whole, like the, the plan that Mariah uh, comes up with for the girls. I, you know, I always like when I'm watching, I'm like, what would I do if I were in the house? I feel like I would have done the same thing just because it was the easy way out. 
But at the same time, like, I don't know if it, are we burning all these votes right now that I, um, I don't know. I have very mixed feelings about it. I get why they did it, but also I just feel like it was the easy way out for them. Here's my thing. Olivia has gone against Raven in a physical elimination and no, she's strong. She ate her ass up. Yeah. She ate her ass up, but she, that girl also didn't quit when she lost her shoe and got it, ran through it. She's greater. Very yeah. true. So she's got drive and Olivia knows that firsthand and they know she goes down there and gets to pick whoever she wants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if they go in there and they just all say Raven, 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 does she come back and say Olivia? No. Does she say Norice? No. But there's a good chance that she's going to pick who she thinks she can beat in that elimination arena. And there's a 50-50 shot. She comes back. And do they really want that heat of just completely isolating her? I mean, I, I get that. But at the same time, it's like if the whole fucking house is doing it, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. you're not, not really singling her out and tie and, you know. And not voting for her doesn't save you. And I honestly feel like even if every girl and every guy voted for Raven, she's still going to pick Hugh Hugh. Now See, you have me messed up. Hugh-hoo-y. Now yeah. you got me trying to say Hugh Huey. It's okay. Someone, someone in our group was saying, you know who I really like this season? A ratio. A? Well, they didn't say the H. Yeah. yeah no, it was A, no, it was space. a space R-A-T-I-O. A ratio like i'm gonna give you a ratio of like like i was i was i was like reading i was like what the fuck are they saying and i was like oh that's okay that's funny that's funny so real quick what i want to say just before you keep going also mariah is the one that brings this up right Mm -hmm. and it's mariah who's pitching this hard and mariah is also the only one in that elimination arena that when Raven's down there is fucking rooting her on and screaming for her to do what she has to do mm-hmm. and coaching mm-hmm. her through it as much as Arasio is with Huhui. Mm-hmm. So I think it was also because Ryan didn't really want Raven gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's fair. It is fair. I just, I don't know, man. I just you like if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you guys know I fucking hate burn votes, but. What bought what did bother me about this this moment the most wasn't necessarily the plan, like oh, you're gonna burn vote, how fucking boring. But okay. It was when they went and they went to go talk to like Corey and all of them, and Corey starts telling them and like making these little like threats that he's gonna, you know what? Maybe we're not gonna vote in one of the girls that you want. Maybe since you guys don't want to play the game, we might flip it and put a different girl in yeah. who knows mm-hmm. i guess you'll have to find out when you get down into the arena and i was like mm-hmm. i i liked it but i think it's Corey overplaying his hand yeah. i think it's a bad move mm-hmm. it sends a bad taste in a house that is dominated right now by women and their women's social gameplay and mariah is part of that group of the women running the house yeah and i think it's a poor move on his hand i think it's a better move to pull two weeks from now than it is right uh, now that it was too early to be that snaky yes yeah i it it just it was one of those things where i was like <gasps> for the drama like oh, oh my God, i loved that would it be crazy uh, yeah 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 oh yeah but it was like it was also just like no nah, dude like you can't you can't do that and then uh-huh. he tells mariah and zara he's like you know but if we do end up flipping it you're both your names are both safe 
Mm-hmm. And then I know at some point Corey denies that this even happened, but we saw the footage. Uh-huh. Okay, roll the fucking tapes. <laughs> he actually camera. is in there <laughs> trying to get yes. people to flip to Zara. So it's I was just like, oh my God, this is so messy. Yeah. Corey, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. no, this is not it, bro. <laughs> I, I, but I'm also wondering why Zara? I, I don't understand. I don't think it was anything personal. I think it was just that was somebody who, like he said, is a strong competitor. He doesn't want to okay. run against her in yeah. a final. And that's fair. Yeah, no, he that's had a right. cover, you know, okay. so no, I, I like it. You know what? I also I like I actually appreciate the name of the elimination. Dirty Deeds. Yeah, because and they're done dirt cheap. Fucking ACDC. <laughs> you can't, can't be mad about it. And put that on the board. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> Unfortunately, copyright will oh, yeah. get our ass. Oh, They would copyright us on that one. Yeah, that's... Sorry, I shouldn't be singing this. No, no you're you good. Can sing. <laughs> Covers are completely allowed. We do them all the time horribly. Um, True. You walk, they walk in the arena, and I know they try to hide it, but you see the dirt and you see a fucking rope we in a circle. You're like, Let's go. And a mound right in the mm-hmm. middle. I was yeah. like, ooh. And, and you know what? I actually like this more than I would have liked to pull wrestle. I, yeah. I think this elimination was really cool. And I'll kind of break it down here in a second. But everybody comes up. They end up doing the burn vote where all the women, you know, burn they just on start, guy. Yeah, they just start each girl. Like, I, I was going to keep track of it. But then I was like, no, nah, this is ridiculous. But all the girls just start burn voting on a different you know each of them burn vote on a different guy yeah um all the guys are saying raven pretty much um but it gets to burn a uh burn a burning mm-hmm. <laughs> on um asaf and tj stops them right there and confronts the girls and he's yeah. like what what the hell's going on right now you know mm-hmm. big t literally fucking admits the plan to tj standing there on the on the little bleachers or risers or whatever the hell you want to call them tells tj what they're doing and what the plan is and i know that we have not been doing line of the night but this is my personal line of the night Corey fires back loud as fuck and he's like they're just scared to play the challenge and yeah. i was like yeah tell them Corey. it's tell them it's mm-hmm. facts though i mean so facts and i did like that that Kieran burned or voted for Raven. Like, <gasps> oh, gosh, oh my yes. God. And, and Michelle burned on Callum. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, they, they've got a relationship going strong. Um, so obviously Raven goes in. Uh, she's going against Pahui. And they have to do, uh, in this elimination, there's a pile of dirt in the middle. And they have to go in. They have to find three pieces. If you get two, you win. Two out of three rounds. Yeah. Pahui starts off high. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit, she might, she might do something. And then Raven figured out, don't let her out of arm's reach. And well, really, over. Mariah figured that out yeah. and told Raven. If Raven didn't have Mariah telling her what to do, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe she would have. I can't say she wouldn't have won it, but I just wonder if she didn't have someone cheering for her, how it would have gone. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Like if she would have figured out that tactic of like, Mm -hmm. you want to be close to them. Because like, you might not want to be close to Uh her, but you want to be close to her. And I did like what Noree said, where she's like, Mariah is cheering on Raven and coaching Mm -hmm. her loudly. And Horacio is doing it for Huhui in Spanish, which is her first language. So she can understand it. better, And it's completely fair. 
Yeah. Yes. And and that's the thing is like people are always like, oh, the crowd shouldn't help it. And it's like it that's part of the challenge. Yeah, and this is a good this was a good example of the crowd helping though, because and and it was also, fair. Yeah, mm-hmm. it made it fair. It was very fair. Each of them had one person, you know, and that's why mm-hmm. I'm not upset mm-hmm. like Narice, like anybody else wasn't cheering for Raven or wasn't cheering for Huhui or anything. I liked that it was one person was helping each of the people down in the sand. And I also just want to give major props. Hopefully I am right. I didn't get a chance to reach out to him and confirm this, but I am praying to every God, every challenge God there is that Horacio was not fined for speaking to her in Spanish during the elimination on camera. Because normally if they speak in Spanish or something on camera, they get fined. Josh Martinez telling us about Mm -hmm. it from Spies Lies when, who was it, Logan? Logan from Spain. And they used to sit and talk in Spanish and Josh, you know, like if they were caught talking a game, like if they were just talking personal stuff, Mm -hmm. uh, production didn't care. But if they were talking game and production wasn't able to Mm -hmm. use that footage, they find them for it. So I'm hoping that they made an exception because Mm -hmm. of the international situation and that Horacio nor Huhui actually got fined for speaking in Spanish on the show. Yeah, I mean, personally, I would hope that they did because I think it was completely fair. This is one of the fair eliminations with crowd intervention that we've seen in a while. Yeah. Anyways, Raven ends up winning the second two rounds and the final round, it was 2-0 real quick. Yeah. And, you know, she's really happy. Huhui, you can tell, is upset but with her upbeat personality she takes it really well in stride Mm -hmm. yeah um and tj even tells her look you're the sweetest girl here probably ever been on the goddamn show it might have been the sweetest goodbye tj's ever given like he didn't say yeah you know she didn't get the we're definitely gonna see you again or anything like that but it was a genuine sincere goodbye yeah yeah no i agree um I like this elimination enough that I would want to see it go again with two really athletic guys go yeah, at it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Bigger pile of dirt. I agree. It would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, could you imagine seeing, like, Kylan and fucking, like, James do this mm-hmm. or something? Or, like, Ed and James do it? Oh, my gosh. Or James and CT. Oh. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I'm- or Fessy and James. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be that a would good be a good up. one too. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious Sorry, to see. I got some in my eye. Okay. Um. <laughs> um. <laughs> I just I, I like you. I'm sitting over here like oh, and you can't edit this out. I got to say something. Fuck. <laughs> I'm sure they would have guessed. This um, is real life. <laughs> I'm. What I'm honestly curious to see is what eliminations they're gonna do. For the champions, because yeah. this yeah. season is so like invasion of the champions feel to it. Right. And if you guys think back to invasions, anytime the champs went into invasion or I'm sorry, went into a, an elimination, it was an old school, like original challenge, yeah. mm-hmm. a, brawl, a pole wrestle, a, you know, the not so fast, you know, like uh-huh. whatever. So I'm curious to see if they're going to do the same thing with the champs this season is if you go into elimination against a champ, mm-hmm. you're playing one of the champions like a champ you know one of their OG games yeah oh my gosh that would be interesting what you imagine if we go into the chaos section and we get ball chaos and it's the repeat of that invasion of the champions game where they shoot the ball up in the air <gasps> and they have to run and cancel oh. each other oh. that would be so fucking cool that would, 
That'd be sick. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. That'd be awesome. Anyways, um, so like we said, Raven gets back into the house. Um, she's actually the first person all season to call mm-hmm. someone out and win the elimination, which I didn't realize, but I was yeah. like, oh yeah, that's true. I mean, granted, this yeah. is only the third eliminate, but still, like that's she's the first one to do it this season. Props to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the reason I'm actually gonna give her my MVP for this episode. Badass. Get it, girl. Mm-hmm. She is standing apart from the crowd. She might not be making good game moves, but they're mm-hmm. great TV yeah. moves. You yeah. know, <laughs> makes the show yeah. really interesting. So I'm I major props to her. I'm I'm enjoying watching her play, even though I don't have a whole lot of hope for like how far she'll go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I'm enjoying watching yeah. it. Um, my MVP, I've got uh, a male and a female. So my female is going to, do you want to put a male out there? Well, well, you can circle back to me for my male because I don't know yet. Okay, I don't know if I'll even have one. I'm waiting to hear your argument. So, uh, (laughs) for the women, same Raven for the male, I'm males. I'm going to go, I'm three guys, Kylan, uh, Ed and Mm -hmm. Jay for getting that math problem knocked out. So they got to 50 K and then an honorable mention to Michelle for her ability to boss everyone around like jay said she was so happy to do and then real quick line of the night huey and olivia hocus pocus she's there (laughs) Uh, i love that do you have a guys or do you want like katie go i i'll just i'm just gonna back up what you said about the guys i I mean there's really nobody else that i could logically give it to um and i can't lot like i can't just give it to one of them because they all three put in you know that effort to really like get that done so i i will back you up on the guys katie who do you have a mvp i honestly i was gonna say ed but then you said all of them and i'm like yeah he's got a good point we should say all of them (laughs) (laughs) sometimes i have them it's my turn to use the brain what can i say well and i mean you you know i I honestly i i have a feeling that like Ed probably did majority of the work just because of like what he does for a living uh-huh. and stuff. Like those numbers probably go through his head yeah. like yeah. that all day, every day, you know? So uh-huh. um, yeah, major props to him. I think that wraps it up for episode three. What do you guys? Yeah. I mean, yeah. shoot. I'm, I'm trying to think if we missed anything like important, was there anything? What? Yeah, I, we did miss something important and What's that's that? that ad from Spotify. <laughs> Wow, I really like that. It was mellow. It brought me back. I was going to say, you were over here getting ready to get yeah. high. And then I was just like, no, wait. You know, and all that information that just got dropped about Spotify for podcasters. And then that intro music, it was like fire. Yeah. Fuego, <laughs> Dylon, 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 and Dylon. Oh my God. Just saying. You're such a millennial. I am. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, and guess what? This is part two. This is our second episode where we're going to be breaking down episode four of the challenge 39. And this one's I'm coming out. I want the world to know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know the rest of the lyrics. I know the first three words and let's go. Also, I just want to say um, and I (laughs) I have I have to admit this. I absolutely have to. And shout out to Jay. Um, because he has like a whole segment that he does on like his TikTok and his Instagram about this. And I was like, 
Like I could never, like you would never catch me like singing the wrong lyrics <laughs> to a song. Like no fucking way. Right. Um, so I have always thought that the lyrics to this um, was I'm coming up. I'm coming up. Oh. I want the world to know. Yeah. No, that's no. not it. I literally, no. I learned today. I was today oh. years old when I learned that it is I'm coming out. Well, now, yes, now you know. For you all. Here we are. Here we are. And speaking to the lyrics of the first three words of that song or the chorus, this was a very aptly titled episode. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad they named it this because this played into everything. And especially the focal point, Mm -hmm. which was Big T's coming out, which I really enjoyed. I love the fact that she decided to do it on the challenge and share it with us, too. Yeah, that and her cast, like honestly, just yeah. Oh, okay, we'll 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 get into it. We'll get yeah. into it. I don't want to jump too far ahead, but I have a lot to say about that one. Okay, so quick question, just like we do at the beginning of every episode, what did you guys think of this one? If you're going to give it a grade, I actually really liked this one. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I yeah. didn't mind this episode. Like I was going to say, I'm going to give it a B. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, as a challenge fan, I feel like these two episodes, as much as I complained about the marathon of watching it, yeah, they were good episodes. And if yes. I watched one on a Wednesday and then one on a Thursday, I'd be like, these were great back to back. They didn't really work cohesively as a story, but it was still two really good episodes. Yeah. yeah. I'm sad about who we lost because who we lost was Huey and Huey brings a lot to oh. the entertainment and a lot to the game. And I feel like it's just going to be a little bit less entertaining every episode from here on out. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I agree. I'm going to miss Huey and his big booty Judy for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. It's gotta be, gotta be jam. Cause jelly don't shake. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, no, with that being said, uh, the show intros with uh, Kylan and Melissa uh, talking about Raven was influenced by the Ride or Die Girl uh, Well, they think alliance. that. And I'm curious, like, what do you guys think? Like, do you think that Norris and Olivia and Mariah, like, influenced Raven to choose Hahui? Like, I don't, mm. I don't know. I personally, I don't think so. I feel like Raven picked her because she's a smaller girl and she thought she had a chance against her, but maybe they didn't. Yeah, maybe. I mean, but I feel like, I feel like honestly, if they were going to do it, they were going to influence her to take on Z- Zara. Yeah, Zara, yeah. right? Or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And, well, and not only that, but like, like so Kylan and Melissa are talking about how you know they thought that Raven was going to pick Colleen over Huhui because Colleen's smaller Mm -hmm. than Huhui and I'm like but where Colleen's Colleen shows she's very capable in both the eliminations that she did in Ride or Dies she's a very intelligent Mm -hmm. social player yeah I mean, I can see that, but like, why throw Colleen when she's voting with you guys? And she's that part was, of that alliance, that Hurricane yeah, J alliance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that we honestly, we didn't even mention that from the last episode. And that was fucking hilarious when Jay was like, yes. there's Team USA, there's Team UK, and then there's Team J. And it's, I was like, oh my God. And that's the best place to be at the center of the Hurricane J storm. Yeah. Because it's calm and relaxing and <laughs> euphoric. 
Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't buy that the ride or die girls mm-hmm. uh, influenced Raven in this decision. I mean, we, we could be wrong, obviously, but I just like you said, I, I feel like she picked Hui because she felt like she could beat her and she saw that rope in the middle of the she saw it in the state like she knew it was going to be something physical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have a question for you guys. They Zara finds out that Corey uh, was supposedly mm-hmm. trying to throw her in last second. Right. Um, and, you know, obviously, so here begins the campaign of I think we should go after Corey. I think we should go after Corey. Um, and then we get the conversation about Corey and Asaph saying, let's just toe the line in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then we find out from Asaph that like Corey's like his number two right behind Jay. And that's not yeah. what something I saw coming. No. It wasn't the pairing I thought it was going to be. Mm-mm, me either. But yeah. I really like it. I, I, I honestly, you know I, I do. Mean? I do like that matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they could work well together. And I think that, you know, like, yeah, even just like the fact that, you know, like Asaf is a little bit of a shorter guy, a little bit smaller of a guy. Like Corey's very tall. He's, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like they, they balance each other out where like, you know, like one where weaknesses are in one of them, the other one isn't weak in that area kind of a thing, you know, and and CT Adam. Yes, oh, it's a CT yes. Adam Corey partnership. Corey Asaf, C-A-C-A. Yeah, it's it's a total CT Adam-esque pairing, yeah. pair up. Um, so I'm I'm really here for that one. I'm excited to see like how it works out for them. My only concern is that like, even though they're kind of part of like this core, you know what I mean? Asaf is very much tied to Jay. Jay is already kind of slipping right into mm-hmm. his normal mm-hmm. messy gameplay. Hurricane Jay. Oh, Hurricane yeah. Jay. Love, love the hell out of him. But, you know, he does this to himself every single season. Every time. Every time. <laughs> but yeah. think about how well it works together. Hurricane Jay. Michelle down. Yeah. It it's just it, the pairing is written by the <laughs> challenge is. gods for us. It is. And I appreciate them. And thank you, Survivor. Shout out to Tony, Stats and Info Lance, who isn't here tonight, to be such a fan to make us a fan after yeah. really watching them. Very true. But they're adding a lot to this season. And I really appreciate it mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, I agree. I do agree. And that's the thing, like, I just want to make clear is like. Yeah, we call him Hurricane Jay. And yeah, we're like, yeah, he's got messy gameplay. But I love fucking it. love Jay. Love I it. love his gameplay. I love watching it. And every season, even though I know like what's most likely going to happen, I still find myself root like hoping this is the season it's going to work out mm-hmm. for him. Like yeah. it's going to it's going to work out and he's going to make it to the final and he's going to fucking win. I've been dying to see Jay run a final. So like it's not that we don't like Jay because we did get a couple of like comments and messages like that but like we fucking love jay oh, like yeah. he's literally one of my favorites so well and here's my thing it's like paulie right when paulie was on it wasn't like i was rooting against him yeah he wasn't my favorite that season but i was like on war of the worlds too i was like dude this guy is running this whole show he's making it entertaining mm-hmm. and then when he's not there you're like fuck i wish this guy was back because yep. he he adds that level to it that's my thing. Same exact thing, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why I agree so much. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. hundred percent. Also, just shout out to Asaf and we'll talk about a little bit later when they do the party. Yeah. But did you guys notice just to go? I, I'm going to pull a Tony. Shout out to Tony. Love you. <laughs> I but him. I'm going to go back a little bit and say 
with Asaf dressing up in the bikini for the jacuzzi yes. party. Like, dude, he's such a good sport about everything. It's, it's just like um, a Manuel on Spies Lies. Remember when he put on the heels oh, and the dress? That's right. He went down and the he stairs. He went down the stairs and then yeah. he was twerking and everything. Like, shout yeah. out to shout out to Manuel. Shout out to Asaf. Shout out to like any dudes out there that can Tyler. fucking. Like, yeah, but but even then, just like it's different. different. I know it's it is different, right? When like uh, like a a straight, a straight man you know. does that, yeah. like, and not not like it's not cool when like a gay man does that, but it's you don't see a lot of straight men that are willing to put on a little tight pink mm-hmm. bikini and you know CT. like when CT did it <laughs> and go shake their ass to sell the pink bikini. Like shout out to dudes yeah. that are willing to just have fun, let loose, and just like major shout out. So. I loved it. Loved it. So, okay. Exact opposite of last episode. I really love this daily, which was called yes. under control. Yes. Um, yes. This was good. Yeah. I like, these are the dailies I love because it was teamwork, but there was, it was swimming mm-hmm. and it was a puzzle and it's challenge. And this is what we yes. all love. But there was also like an individual yeah. portion to it, which I really enjoyed because yes. we, we, like we have it just it was nice to see how everybody performs individually Mm -hmm. especially in the water and so just real quick Mm -hmm. overview there's uh five puzzles out in the water uh the puzzle pieces are suspended to rope in the water each person has to go down and get one um if they don't get one they have to wait for everybody else to bring their puzzle pieces over and they gotta wait for everybody to get their first puzzle first puzzle because there's 21 people 24 puzzle pieces so 25 or no there was 24 puzzle pieces so there's only 20 people. oh yeah that's right sorry and so then um there's uh four people or three people yeah it was 21 people and 24 pieces three people had to go down twice um to get you know second pieces so if you were unable to get your piece your team someone from your team could help you but you had to wait until everybody got their first piece back So the three people who were going back for second pieces, like you didn't have to wait for them to get their second piece. That makes sense. Okay. Does that make sense? It it seemed a little convoluted, but yeah, it took me a second to understand it until the moment when Ed anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And, and basically without going into how every single person did, the only people that were having an issue really was Melissa and Nerese. Mm-hmm. Melissa was able to get it together and Nerese got so freaking close like on her second attempt and if she and, and I get it like if you're not used to being in the water and then having to go deep underneath to grab a puzzle piece mm-hmm. very frightening and just goes against everything in your body right yeah um, with that being said it wasn't even that hard with the actual swimming part because you could just grab uh-huh. the rope and pull yourself down right so that's my only argument to it. You know what I mean? But nonetheless, they were able to get Ed was able to haul ass. And I love the Baywatch. You oh, know, my God. Yes. When he was doing yes. it, it was so great. That um, was amazing. I, major shout outs to the editors for that one. That was, that was fucking so amazing. Good. Thank you for put, putting the music in there, yeah. doing the slow-mo. Like, it was, it so, was so good. good. I was like, oh, my God. I remember this show. <laughs> Ed ends up going down and getting a Reese's piece for and then I I forget I think it's a Manuel. Um, in a, it was in, like it was like Ed Emmanuel and I think either Jay or Corey that got that were the ones yeah. that went back to get two pieces. And then they end up getting those pieces back. They assemble the puzzle, which was interesting that it had to be those triangles yes. had to be in a certain direction, 
and they had to be either, you know, flipped uh-huh. in the right direction, mm-hmm. which added a little bit because when I first saw the puzzle, I was like, this is weak. It's like, I was like, this is so easy. I could do this. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm watching them. I'm like, oh, this would piss me off. Uh-huh. This would piss me off. <laughs> Anyways, uh, by the time they get the pieces all lined up, and, and then they have to drag yeah. the puzzles over to the barge Which, and clip them in. They made that seem like in the edit, at least, that they hauled ass to get those pieces over. I was like, damn, they they look like a motorboat out this there. This is yeah. where I wish we had timers on things. So we knew. 100%. What, I don't see. How hard is that? It's not that hard. I, oh, sorry. And you can still jump at it and just. Yeah, yeah. Just show us the timestamp. Yeah, you could just go from like three minutes to seven yeah. minutes because we're not missing much. And then you can jump back. Yeah. I don't mind that. Right. But at the end, I want to see it. And I did like that I they mean, put it up at the very end. They did. Yeah, I was going to say they did give it to us at the end so we could see just how close they got. And they literally hit that button with three seconds to spare. But here's the thing, because they didn't have the timer up the whole time. I don't believe that. I think they, that's just all it is. <laughs> Although I do have to say something. It's interesting to me that on our human ladder challenge, it was Melissa and Maurice highlighted for uh, maybe not being able to play their part. And it was them again, this time in the water. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, that is. I'm not trying to be a hater. I'm just saying. No, no, no. No, that's really interesting, though. I honestly, I didn't even pick up on that, but that's a good point. Ooh, interesting. That is. Anyways, I forgot to say earlier in this daily that each puzzle is worth $5,000 and there's oh, yeah. five of them. So uh, they'll get 25. But if they do it in the time limit, they'll TJ get, doubles it. TJ doubles it. And if they end up only getting like four, then they would get 20,000. Right. But they end up getting five, like you said, within three seconds. Three um, seconds to spare. Guys. Yeah. Um, and they all had to get on the platform, which they did. And then they. They won the 50K. They celebrate. So what? They're up to 406,000 now. Yeah. 406. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which honestly, for a single person, as long as they don't lose money in this upcoming chaos stage. Yeah. That's a good payout. That is a good payout. Yeah. You know what I mean? For again, to hang out in a mansion with some some of the people you really like. And it's it's more than a normal season pays out, because if you think about it, normal season, the prize money is like five hundred thousand dollars split between a male and female. So you only get two fifty. You know, so already right now you're up on majority of what the other like prize Mm -hmm. money is for other seasons, except for, you know, the few ones that set aside like, you know, like Dirty 30. That was a million dollar prize money or um, that's true. You know, double agents, I think, was like 900 or something. And CT and Bamber each got like four or something, you know, so. Well, and if they've lost like, let's say 50K and that gets divided up between second and third, that's like. 37,000 for second place individual. Like if it's two people that get second, they do male woman on that. Or if it's just, if it's just, I think, I think it was just going to be individual. Like they're going to have a first place, second place, third place. And it could be all three males. It could be all three women. It could be a mix. Like, well, then second place, you give them like 75 K and you get third place, 25 K. And that's still good for competing a final. That just takes us back to like dirty 30 or something. And I, I know I sound like a broken record on this, but I think that's really important that they give second and third place the money because mm-hmm. it takes away that option and they should make it illegal where first place can't give any of the cast money. Yeah. Because I agree. that yes. incentivizes it's a bribery. Of interest. Yeah. Yes. 
it's just a bad look. So they need to stop that. So I'm glad they brought that back for this season. I just yeah. want to throw that out there. I agree. I, there, there was just something funny. Did you guys real or not realize? But uh, listen, when Colleen was talking after they won, and she's like, "Is three hundred fifty thousand even good?" Like she, she doesn't. Know. <laughs> like, oh, girl. She has no oh, idea wow. how much money that is. Like, and then when you convert it, like, where does she live? I think she's. Uh, she lives in Germany. They're Germany, right? So they're the so, euro, yeah. and that's still a, a bit of a tough conversion. But like, could you imagine for like a Manuel from Romania what the conversion rate is? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! If you won like four hundred thousand yeah. dollars, you American, like what that converts to? Yeah, like low key. Wow. Like, all right. So little side story just to go to this since we're talking about it. Um, the owner of the company I worked for just went to Cabo and he was talking about how there was this guy there and he had like a trophy wife kind of Uh thing. Like she was 23 and he was Mm -hmm. 60 and he bought her like this really (laughs) like huge bottle of champagne and they were like talking and he goes like, and my boss asked the guy, he's like, how much was this? He's like, I don't know. They said like a million pesos or something. And they did the conversion rate. It was like, $26,000 $26,000 for this bottle of champagne. Oh wow. my God. And they, he like took a drink of it and he was like, that was like an $800 drink. Yeah. Like I was like, that is what. Uh, so just yeah. I crazy. share this story. I just since I played in. It. That's insane. Man, the things people with money will do with their money. Mm-hmm. From anyway. what this guy told me, like if I had that kind of money, I'd probably do some stupid shit like that too. So. Anyways, besides the point, <laughs> uh, getting to the point is they're coming back into the house. And this is the, what the whole show's titled on. And it's Big T's coming out party. Yep. I'm just going to say, I fucking love this. I love that Asoft dressed up like Anna Manuel. Anna Manuel did their makeup. They, did drag, they dress up as drag queens. They let Big T like do their makeup. Yes. And I loved finding out later that them dressing up as drag uh-huh. queens was like. At the request of Corey and Huey, like it was, you know, like it just it was like a group thing, like a group effort where like it was just uh, fucking amazing. Uh I loved every single moment of this. It it was great. And then once again, it wasn't just a party scene because we got like some house drama because someone said something stupid. They're playing the game. uh, I forget what it's called. Most likely. Yeah. Yeah. And Huey's like you know what most likely that they're going to cheat on their partner yeah well first he's like you know who's most likely to get voted in tomorrow and nobody answers and then he's like okay well who's most likely to be cheating on their partner at home uh-huh. <clears throat> callum's face right to it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, how did Michelle not notice that? That all of a sudden cameras went vroomp, yeah. right to her and him. And mm-hmm. he was just like, like, how does she not? Vote. Yeah. We need to vote him in right now. Get him out. Get him out. Red alert. That's yeah. And then he like he reacts to it. He gets upset about it, you know, to the point where Huey has to be like, dude, I was just joking. Like, calm down. Yeah. Like he had no idea. <laughs> He gets so yeah. It's not like Huey knew. I mean, maybe he knows. I don't. I don't really know if he knows. I just listened to the challenge, the other challenge podcast, and he. Oh, did you? Perfect. Yeah, he said he didn't know. He was like, we were just all. He's like, we're all drinking, and he was like, nobody was asking the questions, and he's like, we're filming a TV show. I'm gonna spice it up. So he was like, starts asking what he does, and he said he truly had no idea he, that he didn't learn until after. 
Wow. See, and that's what's even worse about it is it's like somebody brings up cheating on your person at home and you're the only person who reacts to that situation. And the girl that you're currently like fooling around with literally sitting next to you does like how look, Michelle, you're I I love you and you're so pretty pretty. and you're so you're so fun. And so, yeah, and you're so and you are smart. But how did you how are you so blind to what is happening literally in your arms right now like what how did you not how did something not go off in your brain like he's why is he reacting so defensive to this right now like and then we get the the scene where Callum and Michelle like walk off and they're like hey you know and she's like can we talk or whatever and I thought she was gonna confront him Uh in this moment nope that's not what they did they went to go talk about how much they like each other what's that word I'm vulnerable Oh my god. Oh yeah, you're vulnerable because you almost fucking got caught, bro. Look, and I don't feel bad for him one bit, and I'm hoping it happens because look, like you're known to be a fuck boy and you're getting into your 30s and you're still a fuck boy. Bro, it's it's time to grow up. Yeah, like come on, man. And look, I get it. Like when you're 21, Mm -hmm. I totally get it. When you're 19, 20, 21, even up to like 25, I'm like, all right, cool. But at a certain point, it's like, you don't want to do this, yeah. man. Like, yeah. it, and it's just not even because it's like immoral because you fuck whoever you want to fuck. And, but like, just at least have empathy for your it. fellow person. Yeah. You'll find the right person that's like, okay, we can have an open relationship while like, you're gone filming or yeah. whatever the situation is. Yeah. yeah. You know, someone's yeah. like, there's a lot of people out there and someone's going to find somebody that floats their boat one way or the other. Yep. Anyways, I, I, and once again, we get in this scene and this is why I'm starting to like this season more and more and I'm getting more impressed. And my hot take is by time this is done, unless something like where they have to edit a person out, this season is probably going to be one of their better seasons since like war of the world's two era. Yeah, that's fair. I like that. Because we get this party scene and we get, you know, the, the Callum, the Callum thing. Yeah. And, and then we get Mariah, Zara ooh, and Raven talking about who they're going to put in. And like, and they're like, everybody's kind of cuddled up. Like Mariah mm-hmm. and James are cuddled up mm-hmm. and, and Ravens with Karen. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, but what I found interesting in this is in this moment was, you know, they're all sitting around and they're talking about who they potentially want to vote into the elimination. Obviously, we forgot to mention this, but at the end of the daily, PJ specifically says it has to be a male elimination, yeah. Yeah. Um, which makes me feel like he's prepping them and setting them up for the mercenaries to come in. Obviously, they want an even number when they go into a situation like that. So because that's what they've prepped for mm-hmm. with their mercenaries, they have a certain number of males. And anyway, what do you guys think about Zara immediately going on like a revenge tour, trying to get Corey thrown in? I think she's naive in this game to go that hard this early. Like, and I know I sound like a broken record for what I just said in the last episode about Corey trying to be so snaky real quick. And I like him because it's entertaining and snaky's good. Yeah. But don't be so open about it in front of the person you're trying to influence. Like, be mm-hmm. a little bit more low key. Um, so I enjoy Zara doing it, but I think it's a dumb move, especially as the viewer. We know where Corey's kind of positioned in this house. Yeah, that's true. And that's kind of how I feel about it is I'm like, look, if let's let's say, for example, like 
Corey, Corey went out and he started throwing your name around and he actually got like a big group of people, like six, seven people to actually say your name. Then go on your revenge tour, mm-hmm. girl, get him. Yeah. But the fact that he mentioned your name, brought up the possibility of potentially voting for you, but he didn't actually vote for you and nobody else said your name, like nothing came yeah. from mm-hmm. it. it. It just, it seems like a really silly reason to put a target on yourself by throwing out someone's name like Corey. And maybe she's not, you know, socially aware of his situation, his status in the house. And that's completely possible. You know, I know she's a newer player, so maybe she doesn't understand how like loved Corey Mm -hmm. is by a lot of the people in the house, at least at this point. I know like right now there's a bunch of beef going on online, but at this point in the house, at this point in the house, that's not, that stuff's not going on. So, (laughs) well, so here's my thing that I'm finding interesting is as much as they're trying to push out this newer cast, right? Like they're trying to give us new faces of the show in this episode. If it wasn't for that Corey Zara Mm storyline, bananas name gets mentioned more this episode than Zara has been the whole season. Yeah. Because right after this, we get into the next yeah. scene, which is Mariah and Bananas, or I'm sorry, Mariah and James. <laughs> I didn't mean to think about that. Um, laid up with each other. And then after they cuddle and we don't know what happens. Mm-hmm. And I really don't care. It's their business. Yeah. But she goes straight over to who was it? Uh, a, a I think Nerese, it was it and yeah. is like. Yeah, it was yeah, Nerese. Nerese. She went to cry to mm-hmm. yeah, she went and she was crying to Nerese and talking about how she had felt guilty. Yeah. Um, you know, and then obviously in between those two scenes, we got the scene where oh, Olivia yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's fine. We got the scene where Olivia is, you know, talking to Nerese and Raven about how she's not comfortable with um with Mariah's actions and choices right now because she was just hanging out with with bananas like three days before leaving for filming answered the phone when TJ Mm -hmm. called yeah Yeah. I don't I don't know I'm I'm curious to see what you guys think about this I have um a, a pretty strong opinion on this but I'm curious to see what you guys think as far as like, whose side are you sitting on with this? Are you sitting with Olivia where, like, this was kind of not cool of Mariah to be doing? Or are you, like, sitting with Nurice where it's like, hey, they're not exclusive. So Mariah can do whatever the hell she wants. Go ahead, Katie. I'll let you take this one because <laughs> mine's not going to be a good answer. I'm just going to be honest. I have a lot to say about this. I'm not even going to lie. Then I'm the Get perfect it. transition between you and Karina on this. So, yeah. I'm totally with Olivia. I just, I have my own feelings about Narisa's advice <laughs> and especially <laughs> how uh, I've, I've watched Narisa on all of the shows that she's been on. So knowing her moral compass, I don't know that she would be the best person to go to for advice in a situation mm, like that's this. That's fair. My personal opinion is, yes, Mariah and Bananas were not official However, if you are that close to somebody, I, I am an, I'm a 100% an empath and I am a recovering people pleaser. So I understand (laughs) like not wanting to hurt people, but at the end of the day, like just picking up the phone and being honest, like that's what matters. And all right. So here's my thing. And it's kind of two parts and I'm going to play the role of 
it's not my relationship, so I don't really fucking care. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but it's the challenge, and it I enjoy it because it's well known that cheating it's happens in the challenge. Yeah. yeah, it happens with people that are in a relationship in the show, and someone cheats while they're in the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm okay with this. And I think production's really okay with it because it involves bananas and, and not condoning cheating in any shape or form, but not like bananas has always been faithful. You're not wrong. With that being said, if it's true, what was said as far as it was not a committed relationship, like it was inferred in this episode, I don't agree with Olivia. I think that if you're not in a committed relationship after a year, you're not going anywhere like me and you took a really slow road in our personal relationship, but I, we were still committed from very early on. Yeah. About three, two, three months, two, three months we were committed. And yeah. I think that's a fair assessment of where the relationship's going yeah. after 90 days. Cause then you've got your, this is who you really are starts leaking out mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah. You're getting comfy by then. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I broke the barrier and farted in front of you 60 to 90 days. So <laughs> I mean, and that's a big test. Yeah. So like if they're not in a committed relationship, then she's free to do what she wants. Here's where I sit with this at first. When I was watching this happen and I was, I was listening to Olivia and everything. I was like, Hmm. Like, I see where Olivia is coming from, um, yeah. but I don't necessarily know that I agree with her. And my mind frame was in the same spot as like Narisa's where I was like, I don't believe her and bananas are necessarily exclusive, um, you know. And so I was kind of more on Narisa's side to start with. However, I quickly flip, have flipped over to Olivia's side when Mariah came crying to Narisa about how she felt guilty. And if you feel mm-hmm. guilty for something like that, there's something more, even if you haven't maybe necessarily been like, yes, we're exclusive. There is something there that if you're just casually dating people, you don't feel guilty yes. for that. But if you have some sort of attachment to somebody, that's where that guilt comes from. So there yeah. is some sort yeah. of attachment between her and bananas, which is why I feel that maybe she should have Instead of hooking up with James or whatever, cuddling him. I don't know if they actually hooked up. I don't really, I don't really give a shit, but we saw them flirting and stuff an episode or two ago. Like she could have called bananas and been like, look, I just want you to know that I have an attraction to this guy and I am going to move on it, but I wanted to let you know ahead of time. Like she had time to make a phone call like that, to make a move like that. um, And to do this kind of the right way. Because there is some sort of feeling there for bananas because she ended up feeling guilty about what she did. So that's kind of where I'm yeah. sitting with this situation. Look, and and it was, like you said, really obvious because, look, I, I don't want to say that, like, you know, people have to be modest because oh, yeah. they don't. People can wear whatever they want. Oh, yeah. But the fact that you're laying in the bedroom with two mm-hmm. other men that is not someone that you've been seeing for a year in a fucking pretty much a G string. Yeah. I think. That says a lot about how she was approaching this situation. Not, like she knew what she wanted at that mm-hmm. moment, you know, so make that phone call, you yeah. know, just make the phone call and just be like, and, and that's the thing. I don't know if 
Maybe she did. Who knows? Yeah, I'm sure at some point there was a phone call made because we know at some point Bananas and Mariah, they stopped following each Uh other. There was all kinds of, you know, stuff online, whatever. So there was some sort of issue from it, you know. And like I said, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like I don't really like I don't think that she's doing anything wrong. I don't think that she's a bad person. Yes. I just think that the situation could have been handled a lot better. Just having empathy for other humans, like not to get like real deep, but I feel like that's part of a big issue in the world we're living in right now is I, there's like, you don't have to care so much about other people's feelings that you're hurting yourself, but still like have a little bit of compassion for somebody else and like what you're doing. And if you know, it's going to hurt them. Exactly. I also want to categorize the fact that we're having this conversation and I, I believe I caught your age earlier, but oh. we're all in our 30. Am mm-hmm. I yeah. correct in that? Yeah. Okay. And and she's I think like 20, what, like six, four? Yeah, she's, she's just a baby. There's a huge difference between 26 and 31. Like my life drastically changed in those years. And I try to give yeah. people grace in that. And I agree. And I made some poor mistakes in my early to, or not my early, well, yeah, in my early too, but my <laughs> mid to late 20s i made some relationship mistakes where i was still learning about myself so i'm giving Mm -hmm. her some grace in this as well your brain doesn't fully develop until you're 25 so i'm still working on mine exactly (laughs) i don't like like again i don't i don't like think that mariah is a bad person i don't think that she's necessarily doing anything wrong i think that this is a perfect example between you know, mishandling a situation is where I think Mariah sits with this. Whereas Callum's just a piece of shit. He knows exactly what he's yes. doing. Yes. He's fully aware of it and he's continuing it on purpose. Yes. And he knows that he's going to be hurting his person at home and hurting Michelle. And it just keeps going anyway. To me, that's a bad. Yeah. I don't want to say bad person. I hate calling people bad people. It's, but that's that's doing something wrong. Yeah. It's bad character. Thank you. Yes. And and I think there's a lot to say because James says this in the in the confessional where he's like, look, I don't have any ties at home. I'm single. I can do what I want. And if other people do, that's on them, not on me. So he's aware and it's not like their relationship is on the hush. Like people know about Mariah and bananas. And so the fact that he knows and it's not being hidden from him, I think makes a big difference on why the Callum and Michelle uh, situation is is much more shady and agreed not good agreed agreed 100 mm-hmm. percent. yeah so. so with that uh sorry i lost my oh sorry i was just trying to keep you from finishing your sentence into the side of the mic <laughs> sorry yeah <That's> okay. <laughs> i know i'm sorry i was like just i was wait. just we got so into that like i lost my place on the notes we're, and i was like where are we where are we we're, um, we're pretty much at deliberation like yeah but no, I do want to bring up the fact that Michelle gives Corey the heads up that his name's being floated in the house. And because I think this is kind mm-hmm. of a pivotal moment where he realizes the only way to keep himself safe is to allow one of his biggest alliance members in Huey go. Yeah. And, and it's a tough move, but to advance himself in the game, I think it's a really smart move. And I just wanted to say, put that out. There. Yeah. It, it's becoming a, it's a, it's you or it's him kind of thing. And I also, you know, obviously we'll get into this, um, you know, but I think that, I, th- I think that Corey handled this well. 
considering how the situation between, you know, Corey versus Huey situation yeah. from their original season on Spies, Lies, Allies was handled. 100%. I think that Corey very much handled this situation well, knowing he couldn't save himself and his friend. Obviously, you're going to save yourself. But I think he he handled the situation with a lot more class than he did the first time. So, yeah, major props to him for that. Yeah. So uh, when we when we're in deliberation, uh, James ends up being the one that brings mm-hmm. everything up this time instead of last week it being Horacio. Yeah. And I think uh, they make them like productions like, all right, somebody new needs to start the conversation uh-huh. this yeah. week. Like, And it's always the same thing. Like, there's some names that have been uh-huh. floated. Do you guys want to just talk or do you want? And so Corey goes first and he kind of uh, acknowledges the fact that after James says him and Huey are the ones being considered. Um, and Huey like right away goes on the defense. Yeah. It was a complete opposite of, of what the he Winston did last Churchill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was, he was not Winston Churchill ish. He got mad, but you know, it's hard to pull that, you know, in multiple weeks, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh so. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And major shout out, like major props to Olivia, because I think she saw Huey starting to blow up. And obviously we've seen their friendship, like forming and evolving this season. So nice. She fucking put that shit to a stop. She was like, Nope, I'm not going to let you make, a, I'm not going to let you pull a Jessica or a Chauncey mm-hmm. in, in this bitch. We're shutting this down. Shut up, Huey. Yes. Like, so major props to Olivia for having Huey's back and making sure that like her friend didn't, completely ruin his image mm-hmm. at that deliberation speech. 100%. And you know what? One of my, and this is, I'm the only reason I'm bringing up is because I think it's my line of the night is Kieran talks about how they should go around in a circle and explain <laughs> why they should all be there. And then Narice is like, I think it was Narice, And she goes, nothing like a circle of narcissism. And well, or Michelle, oh, Michelle, she's like, God, Michelle. this is like a circle yeah. jerk. Wait, I can't, I can't say that on TV, yeah. can I? Yeah, that, both of those. <laughs> just blah. line and, of the night <laughs> and you know they all said the same thing i'm a good uh-huh. competitor i i'm loyal and honest and I, <laughs> I you know i'm straightforward and i bring a lot to the table it's oh like the God. coach speech uh-huh. that you get every sunday after a team loses the game you yeah know what I, mean? <laughs> um, I do think uh that we are seeing that ride or die alliance mm-hmm. really show up strong especially oh. like with that conversation narice and Corey yeah. had as well mm-hmm. yep and look, I like Corey a lot. I know he's catching a lot of fucking hate online because of all this shit that's going on on the side. But I like Corey. I, I mean, like him. On a personal basis, I've had conversations with him. We've had him on here. He is a really just a, a cool guy to talk to and yeah. get to know. But with that being said, like, I'm rooting for him. So yeah. I, want, I don't want to see him go in. And as much as it sucks to see Hue- Huey get voted in, it, I'm glad it happened ultimately. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you going back to the writer dies, like you seeing this with Norris and then uh, talking about voting for James and then call him, call him, <laughs> call, call him, call him what? Maybe you should call him Callum because that's his name. <laughs> that was fucking good. That was well done. You like that? <laughs> Props to you on that one. Um, so Callum overhears this and goes back to James and lets him know. And that kind of starts up James and we see kind of the more aggressive yeah. hot-headedness mm-hmm. yes and and this makes me enjoy james a little bit more and that's why i said a five six instead of a four five it's it's slowly <laughs> getting better oh he did have a funny comment with mariah too what did he say i put i wrote it he said something about telling her to go back to her kindergarten kids when they i don't know they were just like chit-chatting and 
Oh, it made me laugh so hard, though. <laughs> oh, about like who's the number yes, one yes. and all of that. Yeah, that oh was a God. cute conversation. Was mm-hmm. And like, that's the thing. They have really good chemistry going back they do. to it. And, and so, they like, do. Yes, they do. And look, timing's not always great. And maybe James is her person. Yeah, you never know. You, you never, never know. know. Yeah. So, anyways, hitting the fast forward button or the going back to where we were. <laughs> at this point, we're going into uh, the elimination. Yeah. I'm not going to go through all the votes, but I think there's two important things. One, Huey gets mm-hmm. voted in. The second thing is when Berna comes up and she votes on somebody mm-hmm. else's. So did Corey. She actually, no, she voted for Huey because Huey yeah. came up to her right before the vote. That's what I'm talking and told about. told yeah. her. Look, if they if the majority goes to me, just fall with the majority. Like, don't put yourself out, uh, you know, as like the outcast, even more than you already are. Don't ruin your game. Don't ruin your game for me. Just vote for me. It's okay. Just say my name, you know. And so major props to Huey for that, for not putting Mm Berna in. Because that's the thing is like, it's one thing for someone like Corey to not go with the house and be like, look, I literally can't say Huey's name. I hope you guys understand. I have to burn on somebody else. But to put somebody like Berna in that situation who's already struggling socially in the house. And like, so major props to Huey for like, again, it just shows like how like loyal of a person Huey is and how much he values his like friendships Mm -hmm. and his connections because he thought that through enough to say, hey, look, I don't want you to be in a worse position. If I do end up going in and going home, I don't want you to like be in a shitty position Mm -hmm. all stuck here all by yourself so vote you know vote for me if that's the way everybody goes so yeah love him love it 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 was well played it's a loyal game for your alliance and and that's why another reason i really Mm -hmm. like huey yeah i really do enjoy him and i hope he comes back for another season yeah i i enjoy him i i know a lot of people are like oh he can't compete no he's not ever gonna be like a ct but he still competes and he's funny uh-huh. and he's got confessionals and he does drama and he's not afraid to have fun. I love Huey. Like, I want to see him and Josh. Oh, my gosh. Some. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be, that would be amazing. Anyway, so Huey gets called down. He decides to call Kylan down to go against him. Why did he call out Kylan? Who, who's he going to call out? He's not going to call out Manuel. He's not going to call out. Uh, James or yeah Karen. I guess he just didn't have any choices really because he's friends with everybody I mean I don't think he calls out Callum and it wasn't a physical like head-to-head yeah. thing and yeah and but I still think Kylan's the wrong choice I think if you're going to pull from like the Americans uh, he, I don't know maybe not Jay it, maybe it is the best choice but the thing is is that game's a big brother game that's exactly what I thought. I was like, that's a big brother game, dude. Yeah. And Huey knows that he's from big brother. And so is Kylan. Yeah. And that's why, like, I think it was just a poor choice to call out Kylan. But I'm also, I like Kylan. So I, yeah, like, I, I see him in a positive light that he's really, really good without having a lot of tape mm-hmm. on him thus far. But he proves it here. He beats Huey. It's it's relatively close when they're rolling the balls over into a milk crate. It's really close. Like yeah. Huey's on his ass mm-hmm. the whole time. So much so that not only does Kylan give him props after for doing so well and staying so close, but yeah. so does TJ. Like, so major props to Huey, man. I think if he wasn't doing the like, know how when they first started, he just pushed the ball and wait for it. I really wonder if he had like booked it how close they would have been because it was already close. 
Yeah. That is a really good point. And, you know, he might have it might have gone in a totally mm-hmm. different direction in that place, because here's the thing, like you guys both said, Huey's not CT. He's not Jordan. But that's not to say he's not competitive yeah. and doesn't have a role in this game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, shoot, like like I said, as soon as the elimination was over, like Colin went over, gave him a big hug. Like this dude literally just called you down to elimination and tried to send you home. But Kylan takes mm-hmm. it upon himself to go give him a hug. And then he starts yelling at the cast and he's like, don't ever underestimate this guy. Like, you know, he's way stronger and way more competitive than you guys give him credit for. Like calling everybody's ass out. And I was like, hell yeah, Kylan. Like, I love that because so many people could have just been super salty and sour towards Huey for calling me down here, making me get sweaty for no reason, you know, but Kylan showed that sportsmanship. Mm -hmm. He showed that you know, that appreciation for his fellow competitor. And I, that's one of the things that I fucking love about Kyle. Well, I like it now. He learned his lesson. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's not pretend that Kylan's always no. been graceful. No. He's graceful in winning, but he might not be graceful in defeat from what we've seen. Very true. That is a very good point. And we will see how that goes. But this yes. was a win. So, you know, I, and, and not. Was, <laughs> I give Kylan a lot of grace because he does process info- mm-hmm. information be differently because he's neurodivergent. Right. And, you know, so he reacts to social interactions very differently than I would see it. So yeah. I, I want to give him a lot of grace. And I think I and I also believe that Kylan is a smart enough guy that he has grown immensely from when that interaction mm-hmm. happened. Yes. Um. So I'm just putting that out there. I just wanted to kind of make a poorly timed joke. I I agree. Thank you. With that being said, mm-hmm. that pretty much wraps up the episode. And from what we're getting, might be wrapping up the control portion of this season. I know. Do you think we start chaos at the beginning of next episode or the end of next episode? Uh, I'm going with the end of next episode. I think we are going to see another like I, I don't I'm honestly. When do you guys think they go to the individual mm. that we saw? flipped in the in the season premiere do you think it's in the chaos portion or you think it's in the i think it's the, the end. third level i think it's the end the third level yeah i uh, don't remember what conquest. it's called mm-hmm. conquest that's what it is i think it's conquest because you're 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 gaining team mm-hmm. mercenaries conquest okay yeah individual okay and i think if i remember right the way they showed some of the dailies where there was still enough people there for them to be in the second stage and not at end game it looked like they were in two different teams, an oh. orange team and a blue team. Like Ooh, when they so were doing think, that ball swinging uh-huh. thing. Because that's what I was going to say. I'm I'm I was uh, something is just telling me that, like, we're going to we're going to have a, a regular intro. Yeah, we're going to get to the daily and TJ's going to flip up, flip the script on them on the format. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's where we get the two teams. They do the daily mm-hmm. and then we get to the elimination. And that's where, like, probably CT comes out because he'll probably be the first one. It comes out with his little thing, his little pal. So there was a clip that I saw of someone else on Hulu while I was watching with my commercial. So hmm. in my opinion, I think it would be a mistake to bring CT out, but you still want to bring someone out that is mm-hmm. very well, like Brad, maybe or Jordan. I, like, I don't I don't want to spoil it for you. But it was Jordan that I saw. No. <laughs> OK, yeah, I was going to say Jordan or like Laurel. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I feel like they're going to save Kara and CT for the end. So here's my other question then. Are we going to double eliminations, male and female, oh. on each episode? Because we have way too many mercenaries 
unless we're going to have like eight to 10 episodes for this level two of chaos. That puts us at 14 episodes. And depending on, so how many people we've lost four people, Mm -hmm. that's 14. That leaves us with 10 more. And that would leave us with maybe going to the final because it's individual and you might have an odd number. Let's say they go with six, five or six people to the final. No, that puts us right around like 20, 22 episodes. I think that plays right. I don't think so. You think it's single elimination? I think it's single elimination, but I think, I think they're going to have to get to a point after conquest where it's going to be i don't think they go two women two men i just get this feeling that we're going to get like a three two like, like three women three two women men. yeah or vice versa or, yeah exactly that's kind of that's, that's my ho- that's my hot take on it mm. that's fair maybe we just get more double episodes i think <laughs> that's we're possible get, too <laughs> my real prediction is that we get a cliffhanger next episode that oh we yeah get through 100%. The daily and right as we get to the elimination they announce jordan yeah Oh, 100% to be continued. Yeah. yeah. Because they need to drum it up. Yeah. With that being said, we need to start wrapping it up. So I want to get to <laughs> our MVPs for this episode. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? This um, time? You can go first. So you know what? As much as I want to give them like an MVP for the elimination and give it to Kylan because he did really well. I'm actually going to give it to Ed on this one again because him going back for Norris, the Baywatch, it just played so well and it made the daily so fucking entertaining. Mm-hmm. So that's my male MVP. I like and I it. don't I don't that's all I got. I don't have a line of the night or anything. You don't have a female MVP? I mean No, you um, know I no, no, I'm sorry. Scratch all that. Big T. Oh yeah. Big T's my see. my MVP for coming out okay. and having the bravery to do so. Yeah, I, that's yeah, I so ironically that is exactly what mine is so female mvp is big t um and then my male mvp was ed with an honorable mention to kyland um and not even not even an honorable mention to kyland for his elimination win but just literally Mm -hmm. just for how he treated huey at the end of their uh at the end of their elimination you just you don't see that kind of stuff a lot and so major props to kyland for literally just being a good Mm -hmm. human i feel like i feel like these are good human MVPs right mm-hmm. now because like Ed went back, saved Norris, got three puzzles for the puzzle pieces for the team. Um, you know, Big T for just like ha- being herself and you know coming out and all of that. And being then her mm-hmm. truth. Be, yeah, and then living Ky- her truth. I'm yeah, sorry. and then Kyland like you know being a good person to like it was just it was a very feel good episode and feel good MVPs. So shout out to them. I well, I was gonna say Ed because I like that we can call him Aquaman now. And it was for the challenge. Yes. And then I was going to say Big T because she's just embracing who she is. So I'm proud of her and she should be proud of herself. And from the sounds of it, too, in the beginning, she hasn't told her family. It seems like she did it like here first. So I feel like that says a lot, too. Well, and just I think that's awesome. Yeah. Doing it on TV. It's it's super yeah. brave. And, you know, and yeah, living like, her truth. Literally, because like mo- so many people struggle just to come out to their like parents yeah. or their friends or whatever. She literally just world. came out to like a million people. So, so awesome. Major, major props to Big T. And I'm so happy for her. I'm so happy she can, you know, finally, like you said, like live her truth, like live, you know, and, and, and feel comfortable, mm-hmm. uh, you know, being who she is. And, and it's just awesome. And I love that they threw her a party. 
Yeah. I, I just uh-huh. I love I love that the the challenge and MTV embraced the moment and and yes. gave her a whole little segment. Just fucking mm-hmm. love it all. Love it. I do want to speak on this too because just like I gave Jay a little bit of shit and I gave and and then kind of redeemed it to give Tony a hard time. I given Corey Lay a little bit of shit and to redeem it with Josh. I will say this. The drama that is going on and what people are trying to say about Corey is not right because you can support somebody on a personal level for coming out and be there for Mm -hmm. them and actually be genuinely feeling that way and not fuck with them in the game. Yes, it is two Mm -hmm. very distinct and different things. And until I see concrete evidence from a guy I've talked to and I continue to talk to I support the guy. Yeah. Plain and simple. And I don't see what anything going on right now is wrong on his behalf. I agree 100%. So. I agree. I don't think that him being attacked right now by fans or any of the other challengers is okay. I think that it is completely reasonable for him to support her in a personal moment, and but not necessarily want to work with mm-hmm. her in the game. Yeah. Um. You know, and to and to make the moves that he needs to make in the move, or <laughs> making the moves that he needs to make in the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. It's been a late night, guys. It's it's late. It's literally like it's midnight here on the West Coast, which means it is three a.m. for Miss Katie. <laughs> I, I hope your hubby lets so. you sleep in tomorrow for for putting in the long hours with us. Tonight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like he has no choice. Yeah, he he might not, not know it yet, yet, but he's gonna do it. <laughs> like I, I preemptive like Karina know. I was like, you get to sleep in the morning. Don't worry, I'll get up early. <laughs> but guys, we did it. Yeah, it took did. us about a little bit less time to talk about Katie's background into the challenge fandom yeah. and two episodes, Woo-hoo. and pretty much covered everything we wanted to. Yes. And I had an amazing time having you on, Katie. It's oh been an gosh. absolute blast. Yay, thank you. Thank you for having me. It was so much fun. Look, honestly, you are more than welcome to come back if maybe we have yeah. some oh, open time later this season like or for All Stars 4. Yay. You are more than welcome oh, to join us. Yeah, anytime. I would love to. Yeah, yeah. anytime. It's been so awesome. It's been so fun to have you on. And like, I know like you and I talk a lot on, you know, DMs and stuff, but just to like be able to stay here yeah, and like talk yeah, to you in yeah. person and like, it's been awesome. And I've had so much fun. Like when we went on our break, like that's all oh we were talking God. about. We're like, oh my gosh, she's so much fun. And yeah. we all have such a good vibe. You're and so funny yeah. too. Oh my gosh. Yeah, We've super. been cracking yeah. up. They like me. They like me. <laughs> oh my God, they really like me. They really love me. I love you it. love me. Um, I do have a question before we go, Rick. And I've been wanting to ask you this yeah, for a while. Um, you might not want me back on the show after I ask, but I know how much of a football guy mm-hmm. you are. So I don't know if you know based on my social media, but I am a, a big Swifty. So I was just wondering your thoughts on how you feel about Taylor putting Travis on the map. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the point now, if we're being, first of all, that was well played. Very well played. I'm totally just kidding. I had to. No, no, very well played. Um, I am at the feeling now that she has put the NFL on the map. Oh, my God. Like, from everything that I've heard about viewership and jersey sales and all this, I don't blame them for putting her on camera every second they get. Every chance they can. Yeah. 
it's just like how the challenge is putting CT in every fucking preview yeah. for this season. Yep. It makes sense. It's great advertising. Yeah. And thank you, Taylor Swift, <laughs> because I love the NFL. So I, I hope she dates someone from the Falcons and they start winning. Oh, my God. Or Kelsey gets traded to the Falcons, one of the two. I was going to say, apparently they're already talking about kids and all kinds of stuff. So I don't, I I don't know if I'd be wishing for that. I'd be just hoping maybe he gets pulled to the Falcons. I didn't know that. They had been seeing each other that long, or maybe they just know. I'm sure we're, we're just finding out. But. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, you guys, we have to do a, a different podcast for this, because I can talk to you about this forever. <laughs> so if you need to know anything, <laughs> you know who to get hold of. <laughs> we can give you some hot tips on how to start up the Taylor Swift fandom podcast. <laughs> right. Really quick. Spotify for podcasters? Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Go. I've got a whole add about it in fact um one thing we forgot to talk about and i feel really bad about it because i wanted to do it on the top of the episode but we didn't talk about your business at all could you tell us a little bit about it if i have to <laughs> um i <laughs> i'm a hairstylist i specialize in hand-tied extensions um i'm not taking new clients right now but i am a small Woman-owned business, and I work from the ground up, and here we are. <laughs> That's so awesome! I love that. You guys, seriously, we're gonna have it all linked below. Go follow her page. I know she said she's not taking new clients right now, but that doesn't mean that she's never gonna take new clients. So, uh, you know, go uh, go follow the page. Go check it out. Go show Katie some love, and um, yeah, yeah, even if even if you're not gonna be a patron of her services at least show some love give her a like and a follow and maybe a share yeah you know it never hurts like karina said we'll have it all linked down below for you guys to check it out yeah and then right after you get done doing that just to show katie some more support go to the challenge fandom podcast on apple or spotify (laughs) or youtube and rate us five stars and and tell us what you like what you don't like yeah even if you don't like it still rate it five stars because we look at those messages (laughs) exactly so that's how you get our attention if you really want to get us yep um (laughs) with that being said guys for myself ricky hayes my beautiful wife karina hayes and our very special guest that we've had a great time with katie (laughs) thank you guys so much for tuning in thank you katie for joining us and for all of us here and even for tony and josh who couldn't make it losers <laughs> i'm just kidding i love you guys god we're millennials. <laughs> everybody have a good night love y'all bye bye